Right. Yeah, we're good. Right, what, what are you saying? How are you? Hi, bruv. <laughs> How are you, man? Oh, do yeah, you know no, what? Like, I'm not... In the circumstances that we're in and that, obviously, I'm not doing no guests, really. I'm just like... Yeah. Just me. It's just me, Poet, or me and Dan. But then I was yeah. like, nah, man, there's friends of the shows that are not like... It's not a guest. This is not yeah. a guest, isn't it? Do you get oh, what I'm sick, saying? Okay. Yeah, 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 I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm like catching up with my brethren kind of vibe <laughs> that we ain't spoke to. I ain't spoken to in a minute. Like the last time was a yeah, quick yeah, FaceTime yeah. and that. But now nah, I said, yeah, man, let me just shout Julian, see how she is. And you know what I mean? <laughs> Hi, bro. How are you? No, how are you? Okay. Sorry. Um, I am very, very well. I'm healthy. Mm. Um, I'm, yeah, I've been working. I've been working out. I've been eating properly. Sick. I've been cooking mad chicken. Um, I've been doing self-care, self-care days. Yesterday was a self-care day. Okay, talk so, to me about know, that. What's a self-care day? Self-care day, so it's face mask, um, deep condition, my tiny little afro. You can't see it right now, but it's so small. It's just like, it's probably shorter than your beard right now. Hey, like, I'm there. not even going to lie, yeah? My, my, hey, my thing is looking mad. I can't even lie to you. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's one thing look- I've decided to say, yeah. When I see people when their beards grow out, I think, I can't say you look mad because this is what your beard is supposed to look like. So this That's is true. what your beard's supposed to look like. You're the one that goes and changes it at the barbers that's but really true. your beard's supposed to look like this so yeah, that's true. yeah so yeah so i've just yeah that was me yesterday um what else yeah soak my feet paint my nails cut my nails down just chilling bruv um yeah, yeah. these are these are things that you don't usually do though innit? you're not a i never get to do these things never ever get to do them it's so mad as well like i i've really i realized that i'm either in work mode constantly mm. there's no time for anything else or i've got time for myself but the other day, I went to see my osteopath and I did one more thing and I had no time for anything else. And I realized the minute that life starts yeah. and business is open and all these things start going on, that's mm. when I lose my the, the bit where I'm supposed to take care of myself. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like, yeah, it's just, do you know what it's mad for me actually is this period here has probably made me realize how self-sufficient I cannot be sometimes. And what yes. I mean by that is, <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've ne- I don't know how to shave. <laughs> and you know what the maddest thing is? My, I've got a brother, yeah? He's 19 yeah. years old and he can shave. Yeah. Okay. He what can happened shave. to you? Was all you my de- brothers Were you DJing shave. in the years that you were supposed to learn? You was DJing? All of that. I think all of that. <laughs> I think like I probably w- w- have, have been so tunnel visioned when it comes to mm. certain things. Like obviously, yeah. and in, in part of that tunnel vision is going to the barber's. Mm-hmm. when i go on holiday i think to myself i never think you know what yeah i'm going away for two or three weeks i need to know how to do something yes, in case i yeah. want to look neat my thing yes. is i'm going to get a trim on the morning the morning of yeah yeah the morning <laughs> i get the flight yeah yeah <laughs> so i yeah, know yeah, i got yeah. like two two weeks in me <laughs> yeah and then after that <laughs> and I you know what's so mad mean, you actually, instead of just thinking I should just learn how to shave, you actually start mentally working out that, you know what, I can't really go and do that in week two because I know I'm not going to look as fresh. So yes. you actually, like you plan your trip based on what, you, like the thing, and then you had to think, <laughs> oh, I could just shave and I could actually go to that rave like in the second week. But you don't think, bruv, I swear, this is so mad. I know I shouldn't say this because people are going to judge me, but whatever, yeah. I cleaned my oven for the oh, second sh- time. You ever. what? You Bruv. <laughs> I've lived in my flat, yeah, for three years. And I cleaned my oven for the second time ever, a month ago. 
Because you're not. I bro, when, it, when everything started, bro, it was so mad as well. I started looking around my house and I was like, oh, no, I've got, like, I've got to clean the toilets and stuff. Like, normally I just call the cleaner. I was yeah. like, oh, bro, I've got to clean the toilets, like the shower door. Like, I've got to mop the floor. I, there was bare stuff. I was like, <laughs> I haven't done this stuff in three years. Like, it hasn't happened. Yeah. And it's so mad because we shouldn't, I don't know why these things are coming second for us. But oh, in it. But they do, yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, so it's, it's not weird. We live we live fast lives. That's what it is now. Life is faster. Or was yeah, faster. And also, life is about conveniency. Isn't it? Like, really, when you yes. think about it, we usually consciously or subconsciously lean to the thing that is as convenient. Yeah, So, like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, like in, in that situation, in your situation there, it's like, I've got things to do. I'm not even so, going to clean a toilet, so I'll just get a cleaner to just a cleaner. come and just do it. <laughs> you know it's so saying? mad as well. This is what technology has done to us, man. I, I'll be honest. I've, I've really, I've, yeah, I've liked the fact that I'm doing this stuff now because I don't, I don't know when I, I would have done them. I, yeah. I don't think I maybe I never would have cleaned my oven. I know it's such a small thing, but it was like I thought, oh, okay, cool. Like this is real. Like I've learned how to do a weekly shop now. Oh shit, Julie, man. Bro, before I was just buying the same like five things, yeah. And I, knew they'd, <laughs> I knew they'd get me through because I'd be eating dinner, I'd go dinner at Granary Square, and then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We'll have, meet up with Tolly for dinner, and then like it's fast food everywhere, delivery if it gets peak. Now I know how to do a shop so it lasts for a week, two weeks. Like it's mad. What? Can you cook? Look at this. Huh? Can you cook? Couldn't before. Couldn't like. I could cook before, but I could cook on one of those. If I have to make food, I will. Yeah. Now, I will be in the kitchen cooking. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. Three times a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that's <laughs> like when you're in the when you're in the kitchen actually cooking. It's like that's it's actually it feels actually like a it's mad when you're yeah. not, when you're someone who don't cook. Yeah. It this sounds so crazy to you. Yeah. But trust me, it's like going in the kitchen is like. It feels like it's now. This is a real. This is a thing. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be in yeah, here yeah, for like. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be in here for like an hour, or whatever. I gotta keep <laughs> checking shit. I gotta taste stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so mad, bro. I'm. I'll. I'll actually literally get up, go into the kitchen, put an album on. I've been listening to bare albums. Put an album on, yeah. and I know I'm in the kitchen now for 40 minutes. That's what yeah. I'm doing. That is the like I was seasoning chicken yesterday. Just like it was normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, me. wow, this is yeah, no nah, man. I, I'm, I'm happy that I've been able to do this stuff. I genuinely don't know when I would have done any of this. So yeah, how are you now? See, Answer see, my question. Just quickly with the cooking thing though. Sometimes yeah. I swear the flipping the best part of cooking is the parts where you taste it before it's done. <laughs> yes. And and the smell yes. before it's cooked. You yes. know when you got the uh, the onions in there doing the thing <laughs> and like other stuff now and you've just started but like yeah. that smell that smell yeah. is almost like the best part almost the best part man What you need to do as well if you can if you got time while you're cooking is when that smell starts leave the kitchen quickly just I don't know to do something and come back into the kitchen and feel the smell as you walk into the kitchen that's when it's real to oh, you because you're like right who's cooking and you're like oh no it's it's me, like, yeah. <laughs> it's me. This, like, this is me. <laughs> it feels sick, bruv. I'm so, I swear, it feels sick. It does. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah, go that. on. Tell me, how are you? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm. 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 Um. Uh. I say, considering the circumstances, yeah, like, I feel feel good. Um. I have days where I'm super 
demotivated, can't bother to mm. do nothing. Um, and yeah, like I just the day the the best way to describe it is just flat. But other than yeah. that, like aside from that, I've it's all right. It's been okay. Like I've been able to structure out my days a little bit sometimes. So um and i've still been able to have little bits of work come through as mm-hmm. well which is good because you know yeah. like when this thing first started happening everyone was panicking yeah yeah and like yeah. so people that i was working with was panicking uh the brands i was working with was panicking everyone was panicking and everything stopped literally I'll, i i don't think i'll ever forget the, the that week where like and i said this before in the pod yeah i must one sunday i was looking at my diary and it just looked so lit i was like Bare things are gone. Like, Chucks, you're working. Like, and you know what? I do those things because, now I do those things because, trust me, I had a period in life, yeah, some years ago where, like, it just felt like I was just going to fuck it all off. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. sometimes I just catch myself and I'm like, yeah, things are happening, boom, 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 boom. Then this one particular week, yeah, when it started, when shit started to hit the fan, it was like, yeah, email, uh, this one's not happening now. Then right. it was another email, yeah, we're going to postpone this. Then it right. was like bookings that was getting cancelled. And then before I knew it, the same diary that I was looking at, that was looking lit, everything gone. There was nothing gone. in there. The only oh, thing that was bro. in there was like stupid shit. Like, well, not stupid stuff, but certain things that where I got to, you know, drop some food to my, you know, my great grandmothers or some shit yeah. like that. Like there was nothing, yeah. nothing happening. So after that period had passed and people started to adapt and we started to adapt then more Mm -hmm. things were starting to happen but then on top of that it was like you know what i'm gonna start i'm gonna use this opportunity to just look at different things i started doing Mm -hmm. a course um a harvard course which is proper sick it's on justice it's like um it's it's almost like watching a ted talks like i'm watching because i never went uni yeah so now i'm seeing a man on stage now yeah, talking to the like the, the <laughs> students and that. And I'm, I'm yeah. like a part of it, but obviously I'm not there. And like yeah. my thing was this year. See, when I was in school, I used to always, like in, in college and that, yeah, the teachers chatting and that, and everyone's writing like notes and that. And I used to think, what the fuck? Like, what are they writing? Yeah, what are you not <laughs> writing? Like, what did he just say? Like, I don't understand. Like, what, like, what did she just say? I never used to, I used to leave the class with hardly any notes. You see now, you see my notes now. Oh my god, I'm the star <laughs> pupil in there. So wait, what's your handwriting like? Um, what do you type? I'm typing, but my handwriting, like my handwriting, is good. Like you but might the, have neat handwriting. Yeah, but the issue is, is that I can only write in capital letters now. What do you mean? I don't understand. I know it's mad. Because <laughs> I hadn't. No, written, seriously, wait, what? Because I hadn't written in years. Mm. Yeah, that sounds mad as well. But I hadn't written in years. And I think when I started to write, I was just writing in capital letters. And now I can only write in capital letters. Bro, this is mad. I don't, <laughs> I, know. I don't know how to respond to this. This is crazy. Yeah, I, can't, I don't know how to do it. I need to practice that. That's something that, I might practice as well. That's amazing. And yeah, wow. and, read, and reading books and that. Um, I'm reading 50 Cent's book at the moment, which is pretty good. What's and, it called? Um, it's called The Hustle. Hold on one second. He's going to go and get it because... How can you not know the name of the book you're reading? This is crazy. It's called The... It's called Hustle Harder, yeah? Okay. And to be honest with you, like, there's elements in it that I'm... Like, I didn't... I I wasn't going to it for, like, a self-help thing, Mm. yeah? But, like, I was more going into it, reading it, because I like like to know the insight on certain things that happened at times that it happened and stuff. So it it goes in and out of, like, his perspective of 
how he would deal with certain things and then he would give mm. um like a backstory about that so for example you know he would say that if you're gonna if you're gonna tell your team something yeah especially if it's to you know to stop violence or whatever it may be and you mm-hmm. implement something with that you say to them for example you know what like if anyone fights amongst each other then someone's going home he's like you have to stand by that and then he gives like examples of things that had happened on his tour and stuff like that where that had happened so that's what i like um what i like what what i'm enjoying about it and then music but like going into music here what are you listening to are you going to a lot of old stuff or yeah or new yeah 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 i haven't listened to i'm trying to think if there's anything new i don't think i've listened to much new stuff unless someone specifically sent me something and said oh, i've got this new stuff out like jam has been recording a lot footsie's album just came out okay. um but apart from that i'm listening to my all my favorites all my like my old favorite albums mm. went back to the diary of alicia keys that was sick um listen to 8701 and confessions by usher sick Bruv, so mad when you listen to those albums now. It's proper crazy. Some and of them then, have um, aged proper well. Like some yeah. albums are aged terribly. Yes. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's definitely there's true. certain things that have just aged so well. Like, because I've been doing that as well. I've been listening to a lot of old stuff and going back to a lot of old things. You know, I did actually recently. I, I sat and I listened to like two hours of Gets. You know that? Okay, yeah. yeah. And... <laughs> I can't remember. I, I was I was listening. I think I was watching a documentary, and something came up with Gets and that in there. And then I was just watching, like listening to his music again, like going through his catalog. But then watching yeah. like some of the old sets and whatnot. And in it is interesting because you see like how musically and as a as an MC as well, yeah, how he's consistently yeah. kept a, a certain level. But then mm-hmm. you look at others that like certain things around it, and you're like, ah, oh, some of this shit aged terribly, man. Like, yeah. some not him but like other yeah. things that I'd seen around it where I'm like oh that bar is horrific <laughs> horrific yeah. That's, sometimes things don't age bad sometimes there's just lyrics that you're like I'm not gonna say I can't say that no it doesn't feel right to say it mm. sometimes a lyric can yeah an old school what was I listening to it was, I was listening to Dipset they used to say mad stuff a zoogie woogie oogie, a boogie hoogie, a zoogie woogie woogie, a moogie, I jumped out the luga. <laughs> hey, Cameron used to say some foolishness, you know, but it was oh wavy. Oh my god. <laughs> a hoogie woogie, pinky oh. winky, stinky, hinky, and you're like, I don't know what he said, but it's hard. Yo, wait, hold on. Now I have to ask this. Do you think we're going to think that of J-Hoss when we listen to him in the future? I hope not. Um, I hope not. I know what I'm going to think. What are you going to think? I think in the future, I'm going to think, yeah, that yeah. he obviously was sick. Mm. But at times where he could have told us something, he didn't say anything in his music. That's what I think mm. I'm going to think. So, like, when I listen to his album, yeah, his last album, I like it a lot. Mm. But if you think at the time, in between all the things that happened in his life prior yeah. to him making that album, he didn't tell us, like, anything, really. I think I agree with you. I will agree with you until he puts out the album where he does tell us everything. Because yeah. Big Conspiracy as an album is amazing but you're right i still don't know loads of stuff but if he if his next album is you get what i'm saying 
444 style, like everything, then we then you fed us in the right way. Like each project made sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. only if 10 years from now, we're like, we still don't know. <laughs> like, if yeah, we still yeah. don't know in 10 years, then either he was very secretive or it's just, yeah, just that wasn't, he wasn't on it. That's plausible we'll though. Because the thing is, is like, like sometimes providing an artist sticks to the formula that is working, mm. then like every once in a while, someone like us or me might think, rah, he never really said anything, but it's hard though. Like it's hard. So it doesn't become a thing until like yeah. once it's all done, we're like, it, it was all hard. It was sick, but- It was all hard, but- Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. never, <laughs> every time we thought we might get it, we didn't get yeah. it, but what he gave us was so good that we forgot we about it at the it. time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't question it at the time. But this is the, this is the thought I was going to this is the thought I was having in my head was- some people are, some people are skilled in it. Some people have a skill. It cannot be replicated. Mm. Some people are just popular because they're on the right wave at the right time. Let's say. Mm. To me, J Hus is skilled, so I'm I'm happy to give him the space to um, explore his skills, whether it be to make music with live instrumentation, whether mm. it be to make an album that has a theme about it, and the songs are bubbly or whatever they're not they might not be specifically about his life and his story but it's him operating at a 10 out of 10 of what makes j-hus j-hus you get what mm. i'm saying mm. i'm i'm happy to 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 give him that space to do all those things because i know he's skilled mm. whereas some people they're not even gonna get to their bodies of work and their discography aren't even gonna span long enough because they're not really actually very talented or skilled yeah so true. Th so to me I'm like, with J-Hus, I'm like, cool, be an artist. Like, if you think about it, big rappers have got like 10 albums, US yeah. side. Our rappers are like on five albums. Yeah, most-ish. And then like, if that- Our, our, our if old, that... Older, older school rappers, sorry. I'm talking Kano and them. Oh, They're yeah. on like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. The new school artists, I don't see them doing more than three albums. You get what I mean? Whereas to me, a J-Hus, I expect- Five minimum albums from J Hus. Hundred percent. What he's on, he's on. What is it? Two albums now with a, a mixtape, an yeah. EP. Yeah. So he's on. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm expecting six from him. Yeah, minimum. I'm, I'm, yeah, hundred percent. But I don't. It's, things have changed so much though because a lot of artists these days, I, I don't think that they really like. I don't know. Maybe this is a bit of a controversial thing to say, but I don't. I don't know if like. For some of them, albums are things that are even in their mind like that. They just make a bunch of songs and then just put them together and yeah. then it just becomes a project. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? Um, which ultimately, that's like mixtape thinking. The difference is now is that obviously, or it's not, I shouldn't say now because it's been like this for time, but everyone's using original beats and going to producers and stuff like that and yeah. people are getting paid yeah. or whatnot. But like, yeah. ultimately, for a lot, it's, it's not that process of... Um, let me go into a studio and start consciously working on mm -hmm. this album. I think yeah. Dave was someone who you could see did that because he had a theme. So it was like, yeah. you know, yeah. his, the psychodrama thing or whatever. You could see that this particular day I'm going in and I'm now going to consciously work mm -hmm. on an album and all of the different elements of that. Jay Huss is another one, I think. Yeah. But, I think that's a. I feel like that's becoming a small percentage of artists now, which is interesting to me. I I agree and disagree because I, 
listen, I'm not one of those people that thinks just because something existed, it should exist forever. I think if albums should die, they would die. And I'm not going to be like, no, bring back albums, whatever. But to me, there are still millions of reasons to have an album. 100%. There are still... So, so there will definitely be people who are who don't just don't want to make one that's fine you don't have to make an album yeah especially in this time you've got even more reasons to not make one but there are still loads and loads of reasons to make an album and i think and and i guess maybe maybe what's happening now is if you're not cut out to make an album good because you don't have to make one you know what i'm saying because some people shouldn't make albums that's true i don't some people i don't want to hear more than i don't want to hear 10 tracks from you I don't yeah, think you've got I enough to say. Yes. I don't think you got enough scope. Give me five. I don't think, yeah, give me, give me five. five. Yeah, give yeah, me three yeah. bangers and I'm yeah. happy. Happy with that. But some and people, I'll fling that in a playlist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it in a playlist. I'll make, I'll curate a whole vibe. And thank you very much for contributing to the vibe. But yeah. some people need to make albums. It's yeah, very important. Definitely. They've got things to say. And going back to my point about Huss was some people don't have a story mm. as well. Some people don't have... You and, I, you, you and I both do it and this is good I'm talking to you sometimes you sit down with someone and you think I know you've got nothing to say mm. I know that we can talk about current affairs we can talk about your last song and we can maybe chat about something a bit controversial that happened online and we're pretty much out of things now not because you're boring or whatever but you don't have anything to say and mm. that's okay you can make a banging tune we like it we put it in our playlist sick mm. some artists have a story they have mm. things to say there's loads about them. You've got to wait for them to learn things about themselves to then put it into it. Like it's, there's your, you're on a journey with them. And to me, those are the album artists. Huss mm. is an album artist because he's got things to say. And again, because he's so skilled, I'm going to let him take his time in saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 Don't yeah. rush and tell me about the prison story. Don't rush and tell me about the stabbing. Don't rush any of it. Take your time. Learn what you're doing. Because if he makes that album two, two, a year from now, two years from now, He's even more talented than he was before. Definitely. So he's going to sound even better. He could articulate it even better. He can articulate it better. He's going to sound even better. He's got... Now, him and his producer, him and J5, they're like... They're like uh, megazords. Like, they're everything's going to be on such a high level when that comes out and that story comes out, it's going to be the greatest thing we've ever heard. You get what I'm saying? So take your time. And uh, but yeah, but J Huss, if you're listening to this, can you please make make more albums? Because yeah, yeah, definitely. I love listening to a J Huss album. I, I, I could, I'm gonna take an educated guess that the next time he does sit down and say I'm gonna make yeah. an album, there will be that conversation of okay, what are we what what are we saying this time? What are we talking about? Because yeah, we've done we've done X, Y, and Z, and like mm-hmm. one thing that we know about him is that like he knows how to live in the club. He knows how to do that. He knows how to yeah. make that. That's that goes to skill. Really? Have you said not... you, have you said your statement on your podcast about what? About hus hus um, party tunes to Drake party tunes to Drake party tunes. Um, yeah. Nah, nah. I, I think like a little bit. Do you still but stand I don't, by it? I don't think I got like I don't think I don't think I was in the conversation. I can't remember it now. But if I did, yeah. the conversation didn't allow me to deep dive in it. But okay. what was it? What was it? I said. I said he's been in the club as long as well, not as long as Drake, but kind of consistently as much yeah. as he has yeah i stand yeah. by that i, st- I stand Good. by that because I i'm think glad that- you do because that it, it wasn't until you said it that i thought about it and it's true yeah like since jay huss has come out he's been in the club yes 100%. i'm not this is not me saying that he has as many club tunes as drake does but i'll tell you something now like here he most definitely has 
won every year or yeah. one that has lasted for however many years. Yeah. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Since mm-hmm. the start that he's come out. Since mm-hmm. I've heard of this guy, he has consistently been in the club. And there yeah. is no, I don't know I don't know anyone else really as consistent as that. And that is not a that's not a fluke. You can't fluke no. that. You can't fluke that. That is yeah. that's skill. But um that also because I, I was having a conversation with someone else before yeah, where we was talking about um uh like artists that are they they have you got a section of artists yeah like Jay Huss for example who have mm. a super strong fan base who will grow with Jay Huss in it yeah? yeah and have grown with Jay Huss and then you've got like a bunch of artists who um are like super successful but I feel like there's a large demographic of people who are fans of a of the time period as opposed yes, yeah, to yeah. Uh, yeah. fans of an of a particular a artist do you get what person. I'm saying yeah, yeah, so you yeah. got like um, a bunch of artists that will benefit from that so they will be able to go and do Brixton Academy or wherever it is and, and mm-hmm. do that but their lifespan ultimately is a couple of years because yeah. those kids kind of grow up and then they go into something Move else or, the next and then yeah, exactly. the kids underneath that are more fans of that kind of time or whatnot. but you have the, the other section who like they'll be around for a long time because they have a fan base of people that genuinely grow with them and sometimes those artists ain't always the biggest ones like look at look at Shaka for example Shaka will mm-hmm. always be able to tour yes he will always be able to tour because he will always have those group that group of people plus the new people that kind of jump on Come board through. when he kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. get what I'm saying but like he's nice with that the one that mm-hmm. the first people actually thought about that in that realm um, from time ago was Akala because I was like Akala is someone who you don't you commercially you don't hear his tunes like that but mm-hmm. you know that this guy when he's ready to go and tour my man tours he's the whole touring. world yeah <laughs> man's yeah. in Brazil yeah. China yeah you know what I mean Australia yeah. from before people was going to Australia do you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah it's 100% do you do you do you fit what's your take on this this is a little bit different yeah but like yeah it's still on the same thing um what do you think about how do you explain this actually about Go people on. that just have it and what and i mean what? by that is yeah <laughs> like there's some people i don't know how to explain this yeah but i feel like there are some people in life that just have it so <laughs> I'll give you a. I'll give you um an, yeah, no, an analogy so you yeah, can understand please. what I'm saying. Okay, right, yeah. Go Time on. ago, I was at a wedding, yeah, and I was t- talking to this guy, handsome guy, yeah, but he mm. was a guy who he didn't take care of himself. But deep down, you could see, ah, oh, this is a he's a good looking guy. Like he's a handsome guy, but he just he doesn't, doesn't take care of his physical appearance. He mean? didn't take care of his physical appearance. Like he okay, just right, yeah. He, even when he turned up at the wedding, he just didn't look like he was that. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? When I'm yeah. asking him questions about his life, yeah, mm. he just kept telling me things like, oh, for example, oh, yeah, so, like, <laughs> I, was doing, I was doing X, Y, and Z. Like, I was, like, filming some stuff or whatever. And then, like, I wasn't really into filming and that, really. But then I ended up meeting, like, Denzel Washington. And then, so, when I met Denzel, <laughs> he was like, you know what? You might as well do this. So, I was like, yeah, you know what? So, I did it for a little bit. I filmed X, Y, and Z. But then I just couldn't be fucked. So then I went off, snorted some lines or whatever. And then I came back and I decided, you know what? Yeah, I want to ski. 
Then when I skied, I ended up being like, you know, the champion of this. And, and I'm like, he's telling me all of these mad scenarios that has happened in his life. But the common denominator in them was, although he wasn't that serious with them, in yeah. everything that he did, he, he just... Co- yeah. Yeah. How do you explain that? <laughs> Yo, you're have you ever met so have you ever funny. met someone like that though have you ever met a person uh, who just they just excel like i think the closest the closest person i've met to that's probably jamie isn't it oh yeah oh yeah he does what he wants as well jamie excels at things that's like yeah that's the closest person i've met to to that i don't your your guy though your wedding guy I'm trying to work out what his issue is. Like, what? <laughs> what's wrong with him? I don't, did you get the, Did you get to the bottom of what's? I, f- I trust in you that you would have said, "No, nah, this is not right. Something's going." On. Did you ask him what he loves? Like, what his passion is? Like, what was going wrong? I don't understand. I didn't because more like more people started to join the conversation and that, and then it was like <laughs> I didn't want to turn it into a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what? <sighs> I felt like. Coming away from that conversation, <laughs> I felt like he's just the person who needs to just be in the woods and just live in the, in the, in the woods. woods. Yeah, and he'd just be happy to just... Because uh, I don't think that with all of the things that he was doing and in the way that he was excelling, like all of those... Fi- as much as a lot of people would be super impressed by that, mm. he wasn't impressed by that. And I think that he would yeah. would have been more at peace in just being in the country or in the woods and living a minimalist lifestyle and mm. just just doing that but i don't know i've just i feel like i've met a few people like that i mean i, I use that as a big example or an exaggerated example for other people that i've met but there's other people that i have met that's like their 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 thoughts and their feelings in something that they are that they are pursuing isn't mm. that great it isn't that large and they may not have worked particularly that hard, but it's like, it just hap- It just happens. You know what it is though? It's two things. And sometimes it's hard for us to comprehend them because everybody values different things. Mm. So if I think about Jamie, he just doesn't value what everybody values. If, if everyone says, oh my gosh, there's a gold coin on the floor and you don't rate gold coins... If someone picks up the gold coin and gives it to you, you're going to be like, oh, you just dash it. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean anything to you, but everyone's looking at you. Whoa, how did you, how come you dash the gold coin? But because you don't value it, it doesn't mean nothing. So that's one. When you're going into loads of industries that you don't really value, you're not looking at these things as things that mean something to you. They're weighty in in the things in your head that you think that is sick. Mm. Then it's going to be hard for you to care about them. And then the second thing is when you go into them places, people's attitudes might throw you off. Mm. You might get in and think, oh yeah, Denzel Washington is actually coming at you. Go and act. And you're in Hollywood acting and everybody around you is just a bit of a dickhead. And in your Mm. head you think, I didn't want to do this anyway. I don't really value acting. And now I've got to put up with loads of dickheads. Like, I'm just, I just need to get out of here. Do you know what I mean? And I think for whoever this person is, he probably just went into loads of things. He just didn't really, that's that's why maybe living in the woods, yes, but he must value something. There must be something that he thinks that is... I want to reach that thing. And he probably has, to this day, probably still not reached that thing, whatever it yeah. is. It's just it's just what is that thing that he values. The people that have got it, yes, it's, it's annoying if they don't, <laughs> it's annoying if they don't want it, but they've got it. That's annoying. <laughs> is it essentially saying that like, 
the thing that you value the most mm. may be the hardest to achieve. Yeah, of course. Because then it like, has to be. Yeah. yeah. In in, uh, in like business world, I guess not in obviously not in like relationship world. If like you value your family and that, you don't have to. It's not hard to achieve that. You know what I'm saying? But I think in terms of career and business and building things, yeah, absolutely. The thing that I love the most is going to be the hardest to reach. I guess. Yeah. Or you, you mm, or maybe not. What if you just value trees and you just want to? <laughs> what if you just want to go and look at trees? Yeah, you could hug a tree and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People do that shit. They sit there and just hug trees and that. Yeah, but that is interesting because there are people that I ha know actually. One person that's just come to my, come to mind. I know mm. he does not value money in zero. <laughs> like it just means absolutely nothing to nothing. him. And I guess yeah. that like he is a person as well who would quite happily live a minimalist lifestyle. But mm -hmm. because of that, maybe that's why he's got so much rotted money. <laughs> <clears throat> but it's, I just feel like there's something in that. It's hard to explain, but I, I just feel like there's something in that. Yeah. I just, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. I just, uh, that came to me because um, I was watching the Michael Jordan documentary. And uh, oh, like, I've only seen the first started. episode, but it's it really looks good. mad. It's really good. How many episodes in total? Do you know? There's 10. 10? There's 10, yeah. You're and they're an hour though. long each. They're hour long each, but they, you know, what Netflix were doing? They were like putting out um, two a week, so there was two on a Monday, and then you had to yeah. wait until the next Monday or whatever. Right, so ten can... is loads. I guess he is Michael Jordan, but I did not ever think that ten. That's mental. Well, it's that's actually ten hours. Yeah, but it's actually even though it is Michael Jordan, it's more. Mm. I think the documentary was supposed to be about like the team um, yeah. in an in a particular era. But obviously, Michael Jordan, being Michael Jordan, like, like over, is predominantly him. Yeah, thing. yeah. But there's like loads of different stories, like the um, Dennis Rodman, um, the Scottie Pippen, and stuff. But like, when you watch it, I won't spoil it for you. But you know De Dennis Rodman anyway, and you know how mm. eclectic this guy is, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I was watching it, and I was thinking to myself, this man has been a free spirit when that shit was not even anywhere near cool. Yeah. 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 like anywhere near cool we're watching this yeah. guy on a documentary right now and his hair is all different colors and we don't even notice that because everyone just does that now now yeah that's so true yeah. he was doing that shit when that wasn't like he he was sick in the head what are you doing <laughs> it's yeah it's crazy i'm definitely gonna watch it though i hope there's 10 that's like a, that's like a season of ozark oh shit that's did long. you watch that yeah i got to the end did you yeah yeah you like so it? weird. I don't know. We can't really talk about it, can we? Like we don't. I don't. I don't like ruining things for other people. Yeah, no. Nah, we discussed it kind of anyway, still. But yeah, um, yeah no. Nah, Ozark was all right. Are you oh, okay? Before we move off all of this type of stuff quickly, yeah. Yeah. Do you know about the YouTube channel called um, Soft White Underbelly? Heard about it. Haven't watched any yet. Okay. What did you hear about it? Um, my friend sent me a woman who used to um smoke crack. She said, uh, she sent it to the group. She was just like, you look, definitely need to watch this. But um, them things get me down, man. I, they like they really affect my mood. So I have to be in the right mind frame to watch yes. that. Yes. Because it's it's going to, yeah, it will weigh on me a lot. Um, But my friend was also watching um the guy. He's like a, he's, he's like 60, but he looks like he's 20 years old. Black guy with Camo. 
I don't know if I've seen that one. Um, and he, yeah, his story sounded. I I overheard a bit of it, and his story sounded mad as well. Ah, uh, it's ah, uh, I'm telling you, it's nuts. It, it it and also yeah, with me it does do that too. Also, it makes me feel very grateful. Um, it makes me feel very grateful. It also makes me ask a hundred and million one questions about life because mm. I you know I, you think like how how you know we were just talking about people just having it yeah yeah but then there's like people who just from birth go through an absolute madness they've got bad cards bro yeah <sighs> but what like and that's what gets to me because every story and I, even though i haven't seen it i'm guessing every one of those stories never starts with uh never starts in a very extraordinary place it always starts in a very ordinary I lived here, I did this. It was a norm. Everything was normal. There's no bit where there'll be a traumatic incident, yes. But it starts the same as my story. It starts the same as your story. I was yeah. born into a family. There was these circumstances. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody's yeah. family have circumstances. And before you know it, the story's gone mad left. And in, your, in my head, all I think is, this could be anybody. Yeah. You know? Like, this yeah. could be any single person. This could be my neighbor. This could be my brethren. This could be my family member. And that's what gets to me is I, I, I think that's why I struggle with it because it's not they're not saying anything out of the ordinary. They lived a very normal normal life, and mad things have happened to them. Some 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 have like because I I've been watched a lot, and some hmm. have lived like a very normal um, ish had a very normal ish um, upbringing, but yeah. like had maybe one or two things that had happened to them that was uh, quite young age. Yeah, but some were like from the absolute get-go um experiencing traumatic things but mm. the things that they were the things that they were experiencing and i think one of the reasons why this guy does it is almost to show like the flaws in and the deep-rooted flaws in the system that they have particularly in america because you got yeah kids that their parents might have treated them a certain way but then you listen to the story that they have of their parents and what their parents was going through and all of these things. And it's like, you know, whether there's that common saying where it's like hurt people, hurt people in it. And yeah. And then before you know it, like it's, there's a big train of fucking trauma and all kinds of shit. And it's like, even people within it that they've gone through all of that and they're just like, but I'm all right. Like, yeah. I'm not all right. I'm not all right. I, like, obviously yeah. things could be better, but like, I'm alive, innit? And I'm, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, things will work itself out one day. And yeah. we, when you see stuff like that, it definitely makes you, um, yeah, I don't know, man. But I, I, I definitely recommend it, though. I feel, I've been watching yeah. a lot of that um, over the time. Have you been watching any documentaries? Um, have I watched documentaries? Oh, you know what? My, <laughs> my friend told me to watch the, um, the one about uh, psychedelics on Netflix. Oh, yeah, shit. I seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. <laughs> Bro, I swear down, that was blowing my mind. Seeing all them people, famous, famous people talking about taking drugs was making me laugh so much, bro. Have you ever had and a psychedelic? the stories they're telling. Nah, I don't think I could take one because I think I'm already too mad. I think, I don't think I'd come back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think I'd come back. I think, I think that's the kind of thing that would take me... I'm gone. I'm not. You're not seeing me again. Yeah. I don't think I should do it. My imagination's too much. I don't. Yeah. No. I don't think it's for me, bro. I don't. Nah. I, uh, have <laughs> you ever? Have you ever been 
curious. No, I've, nah. I've, like, I've heard people talk about LSD. Obviously, Rocky's got a video called LSD. It's a sick video, actually. But um, I've heard people talk about LSD. I've heard people talk about uh, acid. But well, nah, acid, I'm not really, I don't really rage. like drugs. I don't really like drugs. I don't really like mood altering anything. I yes. didn't really like alcohol for a long time. I don't yeah. like those kind of things. Um, but no, I don't think it's for me, bro. Have you t- have you tried one? Not by f- not by choice. <laughs> Listen, not by what choice. Does that mean? I told this before, but I'll say it again because I said it time ago. But basically, yeah. Um, oh, oh, it's crazy. This guy said not but, by choice. Yeah, what happened was yeah. One time, my brethren. It was his birthday, yeah? Yeah. So he's rang me now and he's like, are you DJing tonight or whatever? It was like midweek. It was like a Thursday or some shit like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah I am. And then he was like, yeah, like, can I roll whatever? I was like, yeah, of course, man. It's your birthday. Come just roll out. So anyway, now he said, I said, where are you? He said he was at my cousin's, one of my cousin's house, yeah? So I was like, Kwan, come pick you up and then we'll roll. So when I've picked him up, yeah, he's come in the car, but he's got cakes in a bag like they're in a big weed bag. But in my head, I didn't even register that. Yeah, it was just a big bag and he's put them by his foot. So I said to him, because remember, it's his birthday. So I said to him, why are you hiding the cakes for? Let me have one. <laughs> so he said, All right, cool. So anyway, I'm eating this cake now. And now the cake, st- the cake started tasting a bit funny. But I just, I said to him, right, the cake tastes, this cake tastes a bit weird, whatever. So I'm eating the cake now, whatnot. And then um, we're just chatting or whatever. And then like I said to him, I looked in the cake, yeah? And the cake was plastered of weed. I still got a picture of it. <laughs> like, this is not... Like, when you see weed cake in that, yeah? I'm assuming that, like, you don't see the weed in it like that. No, it's the oil. You're supposed to bake the oil into the cake. You don't put the weed in. You bake it with weed oil. Listen, the thing <laughs> was plastered with it. So now I ain't smoked weed in years, yeah. And in my mind, how much cake? How much cake did you eat? I ate a whole lot. So what happened was, <laughs> <laughs> I had a little bit, and I was like, "Bruv, man!" I said, "There's oh. weed in the, the cake, innit? it?" Then he starts laughing. So then I just ate the rest. Cause I thought, you know what? The worst thing that's gonna happen is I'm just gonna get tired and want to go sleep, innit? it? No, so said, that's not the you? worst thing that's gonna happen. But go I on. didn't know that. <laughs> So I said to my cousin, I said to my brethren, I was like, where did you get the cake from? And he said that he got it from one of my other cousins here because he's close Mm. to my family or whatever. And this cousin that he's got it from is a weed smoker. Like, this is not a cake for, this is not a light-hearted cake. This is a cake (laughs) for people who smoke hella weed. Yeah. So anyway, cut a long story short. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but cut a long story short. I went to the booking. And now when I play this out in my head, yeah. I've just remembered funny. that you're going to a booking when you're doing this, but go on, yeah. It could have been <laughs> mental. Bruv, you could have been, yeah, you could have been vomiting on oh. the decks. <clears throat> so anyway, we've come out, yeah, of the dance, yeah. And at the time, bearing in mind, I have not noticed this at the time, but I know now in my head. When we've come out of the dance, yeah, like we're doing this. So like he's crossed the road, then I'm crossing the road, then he's crossing the road, then I'm crossing the road. And we're just not, we're not intertwined. <laughs> Like, but it's normal to me because I don't know what's happening. Yeah, we're just hanging around outside. So anyway, we've jumped in the car because I'm driving. driving? I was driving. Oh, wow. Wow. So I'm driving the whip now. And then um, we're like on the way back. And we are, when I tell you, yeah, we are dying of laughter. 
yeah, like dying, and there's tears pouring down my face. And then as I'm killing myself, I can't breathe. I'm driving, I'm jolting the car a little bit, and I can't breathe. And then I was like, nah. There was <laughs> and I started clicking my fingers. I said, nah, there was something in them cakes. <laughs> and see when I said there was something in that in them cakes, Julie, my whole life changed. Uh, like I'm telling you, yeah, that that experience just it it changed. I never knew that the brain could do that. My I started, I jumped out of the car. I jumped out of the car, started rolling around on the motorway because I was on a motorway. And then I started seeing like Flintstones, you know, like the cars. Yeah, see like the Flintstones. So I could see every car that was going past. It was a cartoon and it was like feet underneath it running instead of the wheels. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, I don't know what the, f I don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh. I, I think everyone's the police. So I've tried to chase down the policeman because I thought, you know what? Let me run to the policeman before the policeman comes to me because then I might get a lighter sentence. <laughs> oh my God, I'm trembling. Listen, <laughs> everything, like, everything would go, oh, it was crazy. My, uh, listen, yeah. Then things started to change colour. So like, it, oh, things would, might go blue. If it went blue, then I would like, I'd be really loving and quite sexual like i wanted a, to be around a girl and you know what i mean i wanted that vibe then it would t everything would turn orange and i'd be paranoid so i'd think the police was coming to get me i'm going jail uh, yeah, all these mad. things <laughs> then everything would turn red and i wanted to murder somebody give me a knife and i would have cut someone's throat yeah and imagine this changed like every 10 seconds this is amazing bruv this is nuts so this in 10 nuts. seconds i'm like you know what <laughs> fucking what we need to get a girl man we need to think then it would change to raw my man's feds i swear my man's a police officer you know we need to get out of here then it would change to like like i need to i'm angry my this hand turned sick. into a lizard this hand started to shrink my brethren had to come and stay at my yard sleep next to me he didn't know what the fuck i was gonna do it was crazy and then i ended up sleeping for two whole days this is sick yeah this is hard yeah, so, you should have been in the documentary. Yeah, so like that, <laughs> that was a, a, a mad experience. But I also think that I had a really bad trip and people have good trips. And mm -hmm. there's always been that small part of me that has made me think like, what is a you good have... trip? Right, like, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But, well, one day, Chuck, man, one day. I hope you experience it. Uh, nah, didn't, nah. Because I, like, I, I feel like I'm a bit like you in a sense that my one of the reasons why my mind did that is because of my imagination already and where mm. my mind goes. So like, I don't know, man. But yeah, yeah you're, now you're trying to think about where it might go, and you're thinking, I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, we, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. We, me and my brethren could have fell out over that because he didn't tell me, and that could have put. I mean, imagine I dropped him home. Mm. imagine i dropped him home yeah and then it kicked in afterwards i don't like <laughs> could you imagine yeah no that's the thing about cakes as well is when smoking i don't know why when i smoke i feel like i'm very much in control of the smoke um you get what i'm saying like i've smoked i'm high i'm not high anymore when i eat a cake when i've eaten one in the past it's just in my bloodstream and that makes my head go it's not leaving you for days like it's just <laughs> 
Like it's never gonna leave. It's just like it might be it might be in my shin. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's gone all over your body. Like you like there's blood everywhere in your body. So the cake one messes I don't like it. It's just like no, that's literally in my digestion like my digestive system. I it makes me feel uncomfortable. So yeah, I'm not I don't the cake nah. I don't I don't wanna go down that road again, bro. When have you it's been scary. at your most delirious though? Because you must have had like a situation where like like alcohol in particular or whatever took you to a place uh, that you were uncomfortable with. Was when I had a that's what I was just uh, the question I was gonna ask you before you told your story. I didn't eat one time. I was hungry. We was in Amsterdam and I was saying to my brother, like, oh brother, I'm so hungry. And um we had cake. I was like, I'm just going to eat a cake. And my brothers were like, nah, don't eat the cake on an empty stomach. And I was like, nah, bruv, you don't understand. I'm starving. <laughs> and I ate the cake, bruv, on an empty stomach, yeah? Whitey, like, just gone, bruv. Serious? The rest of the trip, cancelled. Whole trip, what? <laughs> <laughs> Whole trip, cancelled. We were supposed to go. Have you been Milkweg before in Amsterdam? Where? Milkweg. No. no. Um, oh, no, I know about that, though. They do a sick hip hop night there called Encore. I don't know if they still do it, but um, we're supposed to go there. No, done. Bruv, I was I lived in a toilet for the rest of the trip, bruv. I said, oh, I said no way. It's horrible, isn't it? It's I said, horrible. no way. I remember just looking in the mirror thinking, I don't want to feel like this anymore, but there's nothing I can do. Like, this is who I am now until <laughs> until yeah. this thing goes away, bruv. Yeah. So, yeah. When I see things about drugs, I'm, and I, I remember that experience and I think, I don't ever want to be in a place where I can't not be. I can't say to myself, okay, I'm done now and just get on with my day. You get what I'm yeah, saying? I yeah, don't yeah. like I don't like that feeling at all. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not on it. It's like, and you're a person as well. I, I could imagine that something like that happens and it doesn't, you don't need to go through that again to know <laughs> yeah. that that's what happens again. Like you've, yeah. you've done it now. That's it. You've yeah. learned from it. I don't need to yeah. do that again. Yeah, yeah. Done I'm it, yeah. Same. I will I'm say this too. though, with trips, yeah, you're, you're, your trip, I don't know what the phrase is, but your trip is only ever as bad as the friends that you're with. You have okay. to have good friends yeah. if you're going to, if you want to partake in any of that stuff. It's the people that you're with that are going to make or break it. If you're right. with rubbish people, then by rubbish people, I don't mean people that are not fun, by the way. I mean, level headed people. Like, I've okay. been with my brethren, but I haven't taken anything. But if she's taken a drug or smoked weed or whatever it is, because I'm there, she can feel a bit more safe in that someone who's got my back, you know what I'm saying? If it goes left, she's going to take care of me, whatever. If you're with people that are just like, wait, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're with that kind of crowd, yeah, mm. bruv, it can go left. It can go so left because no one is going to save the day because everybody's just like, you know what I'm saying? You need to be with someone who's going to save the day. Yeah, 100%. Like, uh, like, like a responsible adult who's gonna save the day, bruv. Trust me. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, you'll be relaxed. And that's so I don't know who that... me. So what if, that, oh, if I'm okay, the person? Cool. I was just gonna say, I don't know who that person is for you because in my head, you are the level-headed person. So, so now, yeah, I don't know who... once I'm once my head's gone, then I don't <laughs> the know. Night... Who, like, yeah, the night's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> it's you. Ah, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I might have to be that person for you one day. Uh, no, I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't think I'll. I don't know if I'll do that again. Like, I don't know if I'll do anything <laughs> like that. Cause, but don't you? Cause you watched the documentary, right? And it, they yeah. did. They did raise, or one of the per, one of the people in there raised a real inter interesting question, where it was like, you know, you use a certain percentage of your brain, yeah. Mm. You take what a psychedelic, yeah? yeah, and then you start seeing all of these other things, and then it's make it starts. You start questioning, like, 
Yeah. Like, what is real? Like, what is real? Like, because yeah. you've got to think about it like this, yeah? Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you could be using 50% of your brain now. Yeah, yeah. So if you're, and then you, like, the trees look different. Mm-hmm. Like, the concrete doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't look in the way that we see it. So yeah, it does yeah, make yeah. you think, like, what is actually real? Yeah, Like, yeah, what yeah. is it? Yeah, 100%. I completely agree with it. And those are questions, Chuck. I don't ever want to have to ask but, myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, for 30 years, I've been telling myself everything I'm seeing is real. And I just want that to be the truth. Because if I go into the next bit, then it's too many questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you yeah. start losing respect for things. People will be telling you things in the real world and you're like, bruv, I've seen, I've seen that tree. It's actually orange. So I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. You, know, exactly. you don't even respect what people are saying to you. Exactly. And like, exactly. it's life? People are telling you about <laughs> colours and that and you're like, that's not... You're right, like, nah, there's actually 43 million other colours, colours that you haven't yeah, even exactly. seen yet. Yeah, yeah. like, what you sh- bruv, you're chatting shit. Like, what, it's not, is, nah. Yeah, exactly. The sky is not blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, orange. I parameters. Yeah, I exactly. parameters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, let's not not go there. One, there was, I'd said time ago, actually, I never actually got to do it, yeah? But I do want to record an episode with somebody (laughs) who has tried a bunch of different psychedelics just for them to tell their experiences because my, my, um, one of my best, best friend's brother, he's like, he swear blind, but he swear, he swear blinds for like psychedelics because he's like, Mm. he's a person who's, he's not addicted to anything, but he can, He can tell you what he's tried everything, right. so he can tell you like what effects this had right, and what okay. that and what yeah, like yeah, yeah. happened with it. And I I can't lie, I do find them things interesting. I'm a pussy. I ain't, I'm not that. <laughs> I I can't take. I, I can just about take a flipping vitamin <laughs> pill. Yeah, listen. I had a this vitamin. I had a I had a um B. What is it? B twelve. B twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I had a, one of them was a thick tap. Do you know how long it took me to swallow that thing? Pause. <laughs> Listen, I had it there and I had to get techniques on like amazing. getting the water and then like, I was fucking crazy. I'm a pussy. I thought you was going to say you want to do an po- uh, episode of the podcast whilst on the psychedelic. Oh, hell no. Nah, but I'm I think s- you should try it. No, you have to no. respect the you have to respect the drug. You know? Don't obviously don't overdo it, but I think you should try it, bruv. I reckon just have I, someone yeah. outside supervising, obviously, just to make sure everything's blessed. But just leave you with the mic doing an episode, bro. I think it'll be sick. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, cause I, I think it'll be sick, bro. Nah, because I already even like in that that weed cake story. There's parts I didn't even say that is embarrassing. <laughs> I was all getting naked in that. Yeah, I was, yeah, bro, I was just trying. gonna say. I bet it was that you was getting naked. Yeah. Yeah, I was getting. Bro. Na- I was taking my clothes off. I wanted. You know what it was, Julie. I wanted it out of me. I've been there. I've been there, bruv. I remember looking into the toilet like, yo, I don't want to do this anymore. When, like, how do I stop it? Yeah. Where's the off button? I need an off button, bruv. This is long. <laughs> I don't want to do this no more. How comes I ain't, how comes I can't be in control of this? Yeah, but man. yeah, bruv, that would be sick, bruv. Shouts to Callum. Oh my God, that would be a sick video to edit. Of Chucky on psychedelics. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe six, seven years down the line or something. Oh, like bruv, don't rob us out. of that, man. That's too long. I think it'd be really, really good. Well, boy. Well, yeah, we'll see. You, you, <laughs> you took part in one of the clashes, which was good. I see. Oh, you, um, you the no signal. It. Yeah, vibe. Huh? 
Yo, that was hard. Hey, you're, I, I'm not going to lie, you're Clash material still. Is it? Yes. Like, you, you so? are, yeah. Yeah, I know that, like, if you, if you are passionate about something, yeah, mm. a style of music or an artist, yeah, and it was for and you had to represent them in a clash, yeah. you would do so well in it because of the energy that you bring and things that you say. Because remember, okay. see with the clash oh, as well, yeah? The clash yeah. isn't just about standing there and just play, pressing play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The clash is like, we need to, something's... Yeah, we, we gotta say something. Like, it doesn't yeah, mean I gotta be disrespectful, be but we gotta, yeah. you know what I mean? We gotta like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta do all of that and and back the artist or the genre that mm. that we that that we're doing. Do you reckon you do it again? Like, I would definitely do it again. But that that, that was the first thing. It's so mad you said that was the first thing I said to them when it, when they asked me. He said to me, um, "What the night is?" I was like, "Cool, yeah, that's sick." He said, "Ask with." He said, "It's with Ian Wright." I said, "Oh man." I can't diss Ian Wright, bruv. That was, <laughs> in my head, in my head, as soon as he said, you want to do it? I said, yes, I was ready. I was I was like, oh, I'm going to slew, God. like I'm going to, you know what I'm like, if I'm vexed, like I'm going to go. He said, Ian Wright. I said, I can't. Well, <laughs> what can I say to Ian Wright? Like, I'm not going to insult Ian Wright. Like, yeah. no, it's not happening. So straight away in my head, I thought, I can't, this is not going to be as fun because if it was any other person, I'm just insulting you, bare. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to be banter the whole time. Yeah. So I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to have banter, but he was cool. Yeah, he, he was. Like, he, yeah, he was cool. He's a laid back guy. He don't take himself serious. He's got banter. And yeah, it wasn't as disrespectful as I would have got normally. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was still, it was still good. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe it needed to not be too disrespectful because I get disrespectful, bruv. Yeah, you could get, I know. And you would get <laughs> way too carried away. And yeah. Then, then, <laughs> then you're like, right, like, 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 right, you don't even like me. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. It'll be like gas, gas works with our hand all over again, bruv. People be like, bro, <laughs> Julie is rude. I'll be like, yeah. So maybe it was good because, yeah, I get, I get carried away, definitely. Yeah. Like, what what would you do if you did one? What would you do? What would I have done? Yeah, who would you represent or what genre would you have um, done? Obviously, I did 90s. Ian did 80s. And the maddest thing was when I was looking through 90s, I thought, right, if they gave me noughties, I would have murked noughties as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah 2000s had some well, sick what, tunes, yeah. What is like noughties as in like any... So noughties like, is 2000 to 2010. Yeah, so but what, any, any genre? It's just that decade. Yeah. But I you'll find... I, but you'll you know find some... Go, go on. on. No, go on. No, you go. No, you go, go on. <laughs> what it is you'll find that some some genres dominate naturally so yeah. when i was looking through um the 90s there's songs in every genre but um reggae and dancehall um pop and r&b had the biggest tunes there's okay. still songs in other ones that Afrobeats had no tunes in the 90s yeah none none, none. but in the 2000s there was mad tunes so yeah, it's it's like it's interesting. But what do you think you would um? Wh- what would you want to clash? What before I answer that, person? but actually yeah. before I answer that, yeah. What was so like Afrobeats? When did I, what like what year was did Afrobeats become kind of prominent? Like, because I'm thinking of so, a, of a uni era where like I remember DJs and that started to play, um, like Afrobeats. Yeah, but that was like what two thousand and. Was it thirteen? Was it as far back as that? Yeah, probably. So then, what was, what was it, from an African, 
perspective or Nigerian or Ghanaian, let's, whatever, let's just say Nigerian, yeah? Mm. Like, what was it before that? Like, what was happening before that? Because that's something that I don't know about. What, in so Nigeria what, or in music? Yeah, because what obviously, like, Afrobeats is a stem of a bunch of different things, right? But naturally, there is, like, Africans, people that are come, that from are from African continents or whatever, naturally African gravitated country, yeah. to that. Yeah, African yeah. country, sorry. Um, yeah. Gravitated to that because it was a sound mm. that is almost, has, like, sonics that is familiar with yeah with you right so then yeah. but what are the, where do those sonics come from like what is it like where does that make sense like because it can't like that just couldn't have come out of the blue without naturally there was obviously artists that was doing their thing in nigeria before. and of course do you know what i'm saying so like what was happening before that do you know so before not re- kind of so before and I learned more as well whilst I was doing the 90s, when I was getting ready for the 90s clash with Ian Wright. When, before the 90s, you had Fella, you had yes. Hip Life, you had those kind of, that Hip Life is, um, Ghanaian Hip Life is, um, like, just think of any Ghanaian or Afri- um, Nigerian party you go to, them yeah. old school tunes, them that sort of vibe. That's what you're having in the 80s. Then there was a gap in the 90s because remember the, 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 the WizKids and the P-Squares and the whatevers of the world, they were born late 80s, so they couldn't have been making music because they would have been like five or whatever. So then in the 2000s, then you had um, uh, Premier Gao. You had that tune. That's when that started to really cut. Yeah, that's when it started to really Yeah, so that's, it's that sort of, I don't want to name loads of songs because I might have the years wrong, but it was the early. And that, was it that that thing? What was that tune again? What? So you had things like that. You had um Let me see if I can play who something. else came out? It was almost like the P squared Gonga saw Yahoo oh Yahoo It was yeah. like that sort of it was the early, early, early African Afrobeats sound. That was two thousands and still you wasn't hearing that in the club. No. Still But you you was hearing it in at uni parties though. You was hearing it at uni parties, but it wasn't. That, in you weren't club hearing club. it in the club, yeah yeah. 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 And then the club songs I think the first song that I really saw crossover was, um, oh, bruv, what was it? He got signed to like a US label. Um, what was what it, bruv? Um, I'm just trying to f- find this tune. And he said, oh, no, I've got to remember this now. I don't care if it's a podcast. I'll pause everything just to Yeah, remember. don't worry, we could do that. I'm just trying to find um, this one particular tune, actually. What song was it, bruv? I know, I feel like I know what you're talking about. Um, Why have I got this in here? He got signed. Um, something, something. Beyonce, but she played with Jigga. Na 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 na. Cause people like her. Yeah. Like um, what is his name? Uh, so sweet. Is it like? Does it? Does his name not begin with A or some shit like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I need to get it. I need to get it. What I'm sorry. I'm gonna find it. Like I need to get it. Shit, boy, my. Af- Wait, I'm gonna find it. Oliver and Twist! Oliver oh, Twist! God. That's the one, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, that really, yeah, that bus too. Bro, that, that was gonna two. piss me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah Oliver Twist, can't remember what the name of the, what the artist's name was. What his name was. I'm gonna tell you right now. But Oliver Twist was the first tune that I remember that got signed. And that was when, that was when, I think, that was when, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that was when. The Burns! The 
Banjo. That's it. The Banjo. Yeah, so the, the Banjo era, that was when I started, like Afrobeat started creeping, creeping, creeping into clubs. Yeah. It was around that time, I think. That was when I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, right, okay, cool. And then obviously Antenna came out. Remember the... Oh, there we go. I think I found it. Wait, one, this is the... Because I've been trying to find this flipping tune since yeah, we've been on. talking. Yeah. Um, the Bange. Oh, I can't remember the Bange's name. The Bange. Where is it? I can't get it here. Can you hear... Is this a, I don't want to play the remix, though. What the hell is this? Do you hear that? No. What have you got? Sound um headphones plugged in or something? Yeah, I've got headphones plugged in. Oh shit. I have to do this. I'm sorry, everything's on pause right now. <laughs> Hi Callum. Callum, remember to pause this please. Because you'll start seeing me doing some foolishness. <laughs> Alright, cool. Let me get out. The band, yeah, he was he got signed. He was the one who really bust through, and then you had um, was it Fuse? Yeah, Antenna. But you know I want you to remember because you said something, but I want you to really remember this year because you okay, was talking on. about the gap. I, I'm only bringing this up because I've mentioned something on the podcast before about this, and obviously, um, Poet wasn't the person to speak to about it. And and the reason why I brought this up actually is because I was asking about, um, uh, you see, like with dancehall music and stuff like that, you can always like there's it's been around for such a long time and there's all of these there hasn't essentially been a gap, there's just been these like evolutions of the sound per se, yeah. But even with that, you've got like a bunch of artists in different time periods and that that. Jamaicans, Caribbeans and dancehall lovers still listen to. So I was kind of asking the question of like, at a, you know, a Nigerian party in particular, yeah. Yeah. What are the different eras? Like, because I know that there's like a really old era and then there's the new era. But what is, um, what's the, what is the part between that? Hold on. All right, cool. So let me see if I can play this. Yeah, go on. I'll give you some time to think about that. Sorry to put you on the spot, by the way. Uh, bruv, it's my job. <laughs> I talk for a living about music. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you... The fuck, man. I've, I've only got a remix here for some reason. But can you hear this? Wait, what the fuck? Why is it not playing? Oh yeah, well, sorry, I didn't turn the thing on. <laughs> Technology would do that to you. Yeah, it could do that. You know, you're sitting there looking at bad things like, what the fuck? Like, What's going on? You, yeah, you're changing the EQ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing's not even on. All right, let me see if this is the one. Hold on one sec. Can you hear this? Yeah. Remember this? This was a big tune. But that's the remix. I don't know where the fucking... Um... Wait, no, play, play, play. 
Wait, I'm let me try and see if I can get the actual proper song though, because this. Do you remember? What, not, do you know what it's called? It's called the thing by and it's by Atumpan. Oh, small girl, you don't you know, know the thing. thing. Yeah, that was in that era as well. That was in that. With the, yeah, that's uh, that, to me. That was early. That's Gongo Saw days. That's um, um, Olufumi days. Olufumi, oh, that tune. Um, what else is there? Yeah, that's when I was. How old was I? I was rolling with Sam and them, them times. I was a teenager at that time. It was probably about 10, 10 15 years ago. Okay. okay. T- what? I was, in my, I was in my teens. It was maybe like when I was 16, 17, I think them tunes was rolling. What? The thing can't... can't that can't be 15 years old. No, no, I'm not saying that 15. I'm saying that era... When you're talking... So when you talk about eras of music in a Nigerian party... Yeah. Th- there aren't really eras... Okay. Well, there are kind of. There's old school tunes that your parents were listening to. Yeah. They weren't made in any way for uh, like the kids to dance to or whatever. They're just old school tunes, yeah? yeah. Then there's the um, tunes like Olufumi, Yaozi, Gonga Saw, um, that song you just played. Yeah. Um, my car, you don't hit my car. Oh, you more better. It's them kind of tunes. Then there's the in my head. Then there's the new school whiz kids, Davidos, Burner Boys, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's like, I feel like those are the areas. But and also that last era, the whiz kids. That's really the clubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really the clubs. Even even when the Gonga Souls of the Worlds were coming out, P Squared and stuff like that, you would hear them in the clubs, but not really. Mm-hmm. You're not really gonna hear that in a club. Now you're there's a list of tunes that you're hearing in the club. So. With that Without said, question. though, so with that said, though, essentially, yeah. there's is there a gap? Yeah, uh, not does it, if okay, you're a Nigerian, does it feel like there is? Because technically, there can't be. There must be. There always. Yeah, is that's what I'm saying. If you're a Nigerian every, person, yeah, if you're a Nigerian person, there's obviously no gap. You, not like there was a bit in Nigeria where there was no music happening. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> there's no that. gap. Everyone but was just <laughs> in Nigeria and just whatever, just chilling. Yeah, no, no one weren't beating on. No one weren't beating on. No drum, <laughs> no nut, and everyone was just trying to figure something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was definitely no gap if you lived in Nigeria. Someone came. But... Someone come one day and said, "Listen, I got a studio." You know, they said, a st- <laughs> "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> I could make yeah, beats. No, what was... is that? <laughs> it's like, okay, I but in the UK, in I'm talking about clubs, by the way, because if you're if you're a Nigerian person or a Ghanaian person, you're listening to all this stuff at home. Standard. Yeah. Or yeah. when you're going to parties with your friends, it's there. It, like it's only I'm talking. I'm talking about in clubs. If you go to a club in Shoreditch or whatever, anywhere. I don't know why I said Shoreditch. Wow, remember Shoreditch? If you go to a club in like Shoreditch or East London, wherever you go, there was definitely a big gap. I literally used to only hear Premier Gawu was the only African song because it's not Ghanaian or um, Nigerian. I think that's Congolese. If I'm okay. correct, I'm, I'm not sure. But um, Premier Girl was the only African song that I would hear in a club my whole life. It was just okay. a song and it was a lo- And they always play it at the very, very end. That was the only song. Then I started hearing like Odonum and like there was the other tunes that would come in a little bit if, for certain DJs. But now there are straight Afrobeat tunes. But yeah, there was definitely a gap. 100% yeah. in the UK. Definitely. Yeah, because I was always trying to find out, yeah. Or just even in in like sort of recent times, like what, where was the gap, and like why was there a gap? Because uh, I don't, I, I never understood why 
there was a gap. But then, as soon as, as soon as the music became prominent, it just became yeah. massive. Like it just was yeah. like it was all. It was like, in a sense, it was like something that people had always wanted but didn't realize that he wanted and then now that yes. it's here it's just massive do you get yeah. me and yeah. it's even sick now that like obviously um african artists will have been touring all over there that mm-hmm. all, all over africa for a long time but now you're starting to see artists from here um <clears throat> using that as part of their promo to go over there and, yeah. and tour and shit like yeah that. that's yeah. definitely making a huge difference i'm i'm loving seeing that as well that makes me happy peace square um, as well we i'm just to- looking at <clears throat> No, that's what I remember. I was thinking, how do we get onto this? But yeah, what 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 would you clash in a in a ten versus ten on no signal? What would be um, your thing, what, subject or artist or band or whatever? I would do like, I could do reggae, could do dancehall, could do R and B, um, UK music. I could do. I'd love to do maybe. I don't know. Maybe like artist wise. Yeah, I was gonna say, who's your spe- what artist do you specialize in? Like, what's gonna be your one? Kano. Yeah. Um, I'd like to do Kano still. I think Kano would be a good one. Kano versus uh, who? I don't know anyone. Anyone. Um, who would be Kano's versus actually? Gets in it. Yeah, I thought that. I thought Gets. Be, I think it would be Gets. I thought Gets. Yeah. I thought gets I, Rhett's came into my mind a little bit only because mm. of um, you know like as they musically started to mature a bit mm. they both of them have come with like pieces of work that have messages essentially but then yeah. a, a, aside from that their ability on the microphone is second to none do you get what I'm it's saying? It's interesting that you say that. I would do Wretch versus Getz and I would do Kano versus Getz, but I wouldn't do Wretch versus Kano. Okay. I or maybe who's Wretch's versus? I don't know if Wretch's... I would do Wretch versus Getz though, you know. I like I just in my head because... I'm just thinking of where they cross over. I feel like Getz and Wretch cross over a bit. Getz and Wretch. Kano cross... and Getz cross over. In terms of like working together, I mean. And like the the paths of their careers, I think cross over, but I don't see Kano and Wretch's careers crossing over in many places. What do you mean? In what sense, though? Crossing over in what sense, though? Like, just existing in the same space. Spaces. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, I, that makes sense. It makes sense, but ultimately, they essentially, mm. from a. Okay, from a basic point of view, maybe not in a technical point of view, but from a basic point of view, they kind of do sort of the same thing in a sense that, like, you put an instrumental on and they both can just do an absolute madness. Then they both make songs very well and they make Mm -hmm. all different types of songs. So, like, obviously they go back to grime, then they, you know, experiment or whatever. I think the biggest difference maybe, though, is, like, Kano's history with like radio sets and stuff like that. You see yeah. more yeah, yeah, of that yeah. from from. That's why that's and that's why I think of Gets. Yes. Yeah. 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 But then, as they've both, as they've both evolved, yeah, Kano and Gets, I feel like they've really evolved differently though. Mm-hmm. And like I say that in a sense of. Gets is actually ah oh, nah. This is a contradiction because I was about to say they're. Like, Gets is a, a more mature version of himself, which is obviously so is Kano, yeah? But I just mm. think that, like, 
I see more of I see more of ghetto in get but with Kano I see like a different man in a sense. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like get I just feel But is that because any, we didn't I feel like really at any know moment, Kano? I feel like at any moment yeah. one word could yeah. make get turning to ghetto with the mashup <laughs> yeah. man and you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I but feel I'm like saying, with Kano it takes a little bit more of a like I know like and this is I don't know the the thing that the only thing I'd say to that is that sorry that one word concern gets into ghetto is sick he should make some kind of thing about that because that is really sick but um I don't think we knew Kano he didn't have he didn't Talking. have this big personality when he was younger Kano True. He just was minding his own business a bit. You get what I'm saying? Mm. He's still very, he's still just quite a reserved guy. I think, so I don't, so I can't, so I'm I'm with you in that, like this is, he feels like a completely new man because maybe he's given us more of himself now, but it isn't like there's much to refer back to in terms of his character. It was just, we know his tunes and he could make a Boys Loves Girls now. Easy. Yeah, of course. Gary Skank essentially is like Boys Love Girls, like fun. Da, 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 da. It's got that sort of like Kano energy. It's, it's the same vibe to me. I don't feel like he's, there's something for him to go back to. I think he's just making better versions of the songs he was making back then. Who, Kane? Yeah, he's just better. He was amazing yeah. back then. He's now just amazing squared. Like, he's just, he's just still amazing. Whereas Getz and Ghetto, to me, are literally like two different people. It's like two different characters. Yeah. Kano, old, old Kano and young Kano are two different characters. They're not two Na different characters. I, I, I see I see the old Kano and new Kano as different characters to a degree. I don't. But I see I see Getz and Ghetto almost as twins. But one twin is just a bit more violent than the other. <laughs> that's sick. Oh, yeah, that's funny. I do. I, I that's really funny. do. But I don't I don't know because I think I think the the reason one of the reasons why I, I say that. I feel like I'm seeing a, a new-ish Kano is that like, mm. yeah, of late you're seeing a lot more of his character and his personality. But yeah. musically, he was always, he always had, like he always had personality in what he was doing. It's just that he was, as you said, a lot more reserved and like, you know, he just, I think Kano's the, the person in the group who, unless he's comfortable with you, he's not mm. talking loudly and doing all of that. He just yeah, lets yeah, everyone else yeah. talk. But then when he gets yeah. a microphone, he'll do a madness. With Getz, in the group, he's the one that thinks to yeah. say, like, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And debating with someone and yeah, not... Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then, and then that like, bringing a competition, then it's like, all right, cool. Well, then let's go in the booth now, then. And, do you get what I'm saying? So, like... <laughs> I don't Chelsea know. But you know what? That, that would be a good... I feel like, musically, that's still I think that would be good. a good clash, good clash though. Um, yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I, oh yeah, I came up with a few actually of like some clashes that I thought would be um, interesting ones. Go on, let me hear them. Um, Obvious one, one, Dizzy and Wiley. Obvious. Oh yeah, Dizzy and Wiley. Yeah, yeah. That see to me, yeah, because I thought about that, but I don't know, man. Remember what know. you said. Remember what you said. It's not just about the songs; it's about the the talk that comes with it. Yes. So. Dizzy and Wiley playing the songs. Remember because uh, Boy in the Corner days, Wiley's on that album a bit. You get what I'm saying? Like, so there's going to be cer certain levels of like crossover of stories. 
then then you've got both of their commercial let's call them commercial albums their mainstream albums they can face off against those dizzy's holiday versus wiley's rolex like there's bruv I'm telling you that clash <laughs> the money that I is the part that, that i completely bro. eradicated I've yeah. completely i don't know why but i completely eradicated that but that is a big part even their commercial tunes be like mental. doing that yeah doing mental. that they've both done collaborations with big massive pop artists like yeah it'll be nuts bro we say bonkers versus like wearing my rolex yeah uh, original <laughs> no um versus um take that remember take that oh my god yeah 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 bonkers versus take that bro it'll be mental bro then um dizzy's got his tune with robbie williams who's wiley got is wiley got tune with a big british he's got one with song. conor maynard Connor Maynard. <laughs> Connor Maynard. I think it was a feature on that, though, to be fair. Bruv. Ed Sheeran. Sorry, he's got a tune with Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah, he does. Um, Every, uh, do you know what? A lot of people have a tune with Ed Sheeran still. Like, a lot. That's true, actually. While he's got his um, he's got his tune that he did recently. Was it with Future, that tune? That um, Givenchy bag. Is Future on that tune? Am I going mad? He's got of, a tune with a big... With Wiley? With a, yeah. And Wiley's Future? Got a tune, is it maybe? It's oh, future. I know what tune you're talking about. Yeah, he it does as well. Raw. Ain't no one talked about that. Wait, let me. So wiley has got a tune with a big US artist, and then obviously Dizzy's got his tune with UGK as well. So they've got like their UK um US collaboration, UK collaboration songs. Then they can do proper grime tune. They can yeah. do freestyles. It does tune. have future on it. That is nuts. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> da Vinci bag that's what it's called yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah bruv that clash would be absolutely mad and that's nothing to do with the Wiley and Dizzy history we're not even talking about the Wiley and Dizzy history that history in itself is a whole other element of the clash that would yeah. be the greatest clash of all time 100% I do not agree you won me on that Talk, just going back to Kano quickly though what, yeah. what do you what, what, what would you think about the idea or the prospect between Kano and Skepta I think that's a. I think that's yeah. I think yeah, hundred percent. Okay. I think those two are the perfect clash. Because I was gonna say Skepta Productions versus Wiley Productions. That's a good one. But that's a good, did I, you I, see? I, did you see Skepta and J Five? I mean, that was obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was can't can't. It was thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, it was, it was enjoyable, enjoyable. But you can't chat to. Yeah, it's all. But bad. yeah, I couldn't think of the artist that Skepta would clash. But Skepta versus Kano is a very strong clash. Very strong. I'm just looking at Wiley's catalogue as well, yeah. Ah, oh, Miss D. I wonder what happened to Miss D. But I remember that Heatwave tune. Yeah, that tune was hard. <laughs> I can't lie. At that time, with, with this, yeah, this tune was not dim. I don't care what anyone says. No, this it definitely wasn't. Tune. I'm going to party. I'm going to dance. Put your hands upon my body. Is that what it says? I want to see a light skin girl on the road. <laughs> I want to see a dark skin girl on the road. <laughs> Listen, he wanted to see a light skin girl and a dark skin girl. Oh, no. Wiley. Who's got better man. commercial tunes then? Wiley or Dizzy? I think Wiley's got more wavier ones. But Dizzy, so? yeah. Yeah, Dizzy's got bigger ones though. He's got bigger room ones. Like, you can go. Let's say, let's look at Heatwave, for example, yeah, as a case study. Like, Heatwave in England at its time would have done a madness in the festivals and all that stuff and all the people are doing that yeah but see yeah. like bonkers anywhere no, in the world you're skipping bruv you're skipping holiday bruv if you're going Wiley oh, yeah, Heatwave you've got to do Dizzy Rascal Holiday Holiday That's, Holiday is better than Heatwave 
But I f- even then, I think that I feel that Bonkers is is a. Oh, it's not better than Heatwave. Not not taste. No, wise. it's not better than Heat. That's what he's saying. When you say Wiley's yeah. got more wavy, Bonkers isn't wavy. Heat um, Holiday's Holiday like, by right Dizzy is wavy. Mm. Um, Baseline Junkie was up there as one of the, his sick commercial tunes, like mainstreamy songs. What else? What's another? I didn't like. Tune I didn't like that. You know. Baseline Junkie. Yeah. Oh, bro, that tune is hard. That tune's hard, bruv. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> this tune's hard. Oi! <laughs> no, I wasn't there with this. I wasn't there with that. Chunky was hard. What's another one? Oh, no. Dance with sorry. Me. Dance with I don't me. know if this counts as a Dizzy tune. Oh, sorry. Dance with me. What? Dance with me. Yeah, Dance Chunky, with me. Is, yeah, that's a big one still. And then that tune he did with um, Basement Jacks, bruv. Lucky Star. Oh, my God. That is tune that is his deep. song? No, it's bass, It's um, Basement Jacks' his... song. Yeah, of course. But that tune is deep, See, bro. This is the thing as well with classes and that, yeah. Like I get the feet, like see, like with verses in particular. Mm. Like a lot of the times with the rappers and that, they play like their verses from yeah. songs that weren't theirs. But I mm. do think that like the tune should be theirs. I yeah. think that the tune should just—it should always. If you're be on yours. it, it's your tune. If you're on it, it should count as your tune. In a in a in a um ca- like catalog versus catalog, it, yeah. What, like, what are you going to do? Just take your verse up and play the acapella? Like, that was the tune that the verse is on. So it should definitely go. Oh, what? So you're saying that, like, even if it's a feature, it should just count? If it's catalogue versus... If we're beefing catalogue versus catalogue, if I'm doing... If I'm doing... If I'm, if I'm, if we're doing Skepta versus Kano, I'm playing tunes that Skepta's featured on because he might have made the tune. People might have been listening to that tune what because do you mean? of Skepta. What? Oh, got you. Okay. So I shouldn't take it <laughs> out true. of the... That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, true That's still. not fair. Yeah, I don't true. think that's fair. Yeah, because that. But yeah, go on. Right. What clashes do you think? What? 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 Um, um, oh, I had um, as an alternative one ish. I yeah. had Miss Dynamite and Estelle. Ooh, that's good. Oi, mm. Chucky, that's good. Miss Dynamite would and... win though. Huh? Miss Dynamite would win. Yeah, Miss yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got Miss Dynamite on that. Still. But that's good. I don't that think it would one. be a landslide though. <laughs> I don't think it would be, but I think Miss Dynamite's definitely got it. But Estelle, huh? I don't know. I don't know. You what? Listen. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I can't. Mm, I don't know. You know you what it is? This? I feel very. I feel very strongly about a little deeper as an album. There isn't one I bad know, song on a I little know, deeper. I know. I know. I know. So because there's not one bad song on a little deeper, she's already. How many songs is on there? Maybe fifteen. She's already fifteen songs up. <laughs> yeah, I guess obviously from your from she's personal. fifteen songs up. But also, I do think that you've got to add like an element of notoriety and like how certain songs did at a time as well as personal taste yeah 100% I agree with that but definitely you know, you know remember 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 them two <laughs> don't worry we're gonna get to bounty killer in a bit did this guy really put his <laughs> flipping jo- put the stop it drop on that's yeah, cheating you can't yeah, do that yeah we're gonna we're going to talk about Bounty and... Oh, shit. My battery's about to die. Hold on one second. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, anyway, I feel like that would be a good one still. But, yeah. I, I need, I'm going to chuck in one as well. Uh, Adele versus Lily Allen. Oh, shit. Well, oh, shit. That would be hard. So... What would... What, okay, what, what do you think the general consensus would be on that? 
That would be mad. I don't know. Genuinely, I don't know. Adele versus Lily, I don't know. I don't know, bruv. Because they've both got some sick shoes. Oh my God, I want to I wanna do that clash right now, bruv. That would be mental. Oh! That would definitely be a good one. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see... I'd like to see them do that. I'd love to see them do that. Yeah, I don't you doing that would be. I sick. think as well. I think Adele's got chat as well. You know, like what? seriously, Adele. Listen, bruv, you don't need to say where Adele's from, but we know she's got. Yeah, chat. yeah. <laughs> we know she's got chat, and Lily's got chat as well. Yeah, of bruv. course. Yeah, It'd yeah, be yeah. hard, yo. Them two need to do that. <laughs> I got another alternative kind of one, and to be go honest on, with you, like. I would only be able to play one side because I don't, I'm not that great on the other side. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But I just think in my head, it just sounds like it would be a good clash, yeah? <laughs> yeah, go but on. James Morrison versus James Blunt. And I back <laughs> James Morrison. Hey, you see James Morrison? Uh, oh, let me tell you something, James yeah? Morrison song? Give me, what's hey, what's give me someone, give me someone to clash with so that I could be James Morrison. Cause see What's when my favourite James Morrison song? Let me tell you something. See when I lick someone's face off with tunes like this? What is it? Go on. Play it. Julie! So much craziness oh! Bro. So oh my god. Stop it! Stop it, Panda! Oh my goodness. You make James, it real hey, for me. James. Bro. James has rigged. No, no, no. Chuck, that's not my favorite one. My favorite one is the one he says something about flowers. Is it broken strings? It might he be says something strings. about flowers, Chuck. Or what you is give it? me something. You, yes. Bro. You give me something. Oh. You give me something. Oh, oh my, God. my gosh. Hey, give, someone out there, yeah, give me no. an artist. Give me an artist and we'll do it. Wait, hold on. So did I'll you just say Instagram. James Blunt because Instagram. his name is James as well? Is that why? Yeah, well, yeah. And also, like, they got like <laughs> they got like one or two tunes that are like... I know um, James Blunt's got a tune called You're Beautiful and it's kind of like their vibe. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? There's that kind of quick guitar in that. Need, yeah, you need a white guy who plays guitar sort of like... To yeah, country kind of white. Do you nah, think you can do James Morrison versus Ed Sheeran? I think Ed would win. I'm not gonna lie; he's got some sick tunes, but it's still a good. It's still a good one. Who it else? Is a Who's good a white one, guy I that plays guitar? I mean, that would be. I think. Yeah, I think Ed. Ed's got a lot of bangers still. You, you think Ed Sheeran hey. versus Craig David? Only if Ed. Only if Ed does. Or goes like you know those um the collaborations maybe if because you can't like Ed's got he's got too many. It's just not yeah. fair. It's that's not fair. That's not but, fair. But I'd like know, to Craig, see Craig David in no. one. Maybe Craig David and Miss Dynamite. Like, well, this is the thing. This is the thing. I've noticed this as well Ooh. with some of the classes. Yeah, I noticed this Yo. with some of the classes. Yeah, like yeah. sometimes it's like man versus man, woman versus mix that up, fam. Yeah, mix it you up. You know what there's I'm no saying? To, there, there's no need to. There's no need to keep it separate. Nah, I think mix there will up. be one. There will be one. But there Miss Dynamite a... versus Craig David, that could it's be hard. a thing. Yeah, that's hard. That would be hard. That would be sick, bruv. <laughs> Someone do this, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, what you do, just message me or like, I don't know, just like tweet us or whatever it is with suggestions and then like, maybe you lot do it. 
Or yeah, like, maybe you don't do you it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, shout out to no single. Super, if you listen and do it. Yeah, or just like get artists that are that you just wouldn't even expect as well to 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 take part and do something like that. Because I think it would be, I think it would be sick. Yeah, so do I. But um, actually, as we're here though. We, yeah. sh- we have to we have oh. to bro. can i tell my side of the story though? let me tell it. my side of the story <laughs> can i ask you questions yeah of course okay go on start yeah. and start so, and then i'll stop you yeah so start. basically yeah every time i see a versus they they announce the verses i look at it and it says pst and i think i don't know what time that is in it so i'm not gonna google it <laughs> that's clearly not my time <laughs> I don't even know what PST sta- Pacific Standard Time. I don't know. Maybe I we're see GMT. PST. PST. Yeah, we're, we're GMT. No, we're currently we're BST right now. We're British Summertime. So what happened to G? G is Greenwich Mean Time. That's after. Remember when the clocks go back and forward, it changes from BST to GMT. Are you learning this now? We're something MT, man. Cha. Anyway. Bro, listen. I, I, I didn't know. Right. You know I, I didn't even I know that. BST or BMT. That sounds BST, like a sandwich. BST. British Summertime. BST. Right, that sounds that. like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> God, anyway. But yeah, we're BSC right now. But yeah, so I say versus. I see G, I see PST, EST. I don't know what time that is. So I think, you know what? I'll wait until the timeline tells me that something's going to happen, in it. But yeah. then I'm realizing that I'm in bed. Chuck, I've been going to bed like 10.30 most Let days. me stop you quickly. All right, boom. So we had a couple technicals and that. But yeah, we're in. We're live. Anyway, so. You... I'm telling my story. Go. <laughs> I'm telling my story. Right, so, verses, yeah? Yes. They post up the picture. They write what time is going to happen. They put they put PST and EST. I don't know time zones, so I assume that my timeline is going to be like, yo, tonight, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, it's happening. So then I set my alarm, I'm going to be awake, okay? I went to bed, 10.30. I didn't see nothing on the timeline, Chuck. I didn't see a <laughs> single... <laughs> I didn't see nothing. I didn't see no one say, yo, what are we doing? What, we linking up on Zoom? I didn't see a single thing. I woke up today, what time? Maybe like 8 a.m. I've got a voice note from Chucky. Like, yo, bounty killer, beanie man, all this stuff. I said, oh, oh. no, I missed it, bro. I absolutely missed it. Went online. As soon as I opened my um Twitter, I saw bare stuff. I'm reading loads of stuff. I'm seeing clips. I'm like, nah, I really, re- oh, I really missed peace. it. So, I really uh, so you missed, missed it. it. You missed it because of the, you misunderstood the timings on the flyer. It's not that I misunderstood them. It's that I just don't take notice of them because they don't meet. Like yeah. someone saying to you, it's going to be on at four PST. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So I'm just relying on, I'm relying <laughs> on the British people to tell me, yo, it's what tonight. What's, so wait, so what time did it actually start? It was, okay. So it was one o'clock UK in the time. morning. Yeah. But right, what, okay. what they did do was, I think Swiss had put on um, a later flyer. I think, or well, the flyer on the day, um, the the times that it was going to be on in New York, LA, and Jamaica and um, England. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, I knew that it was. This was the one time where I knew the time because before <laughs> I didn't know the fucking time. Even when oh. I didn't know what it is, I didn't know what. Like all I knew, the only thing that I knew was that it was going to be early hours in the morning because a lot of the times when like American sport yeah. and that is on that I'm watching it, it's like three o'clock in the morning. So yeah. I'm so glad that I actually <laughs> knew that it was at one because I might have taken a nap and woken up at three okay. thinking it was going to be thinking at three. Thinking that it was going to stop. Okay. Yes. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. 
that's been happening. Now I'm following the verses Instagram. Yes. I've decided I just yes. need to follow it because yes. <laughs> the, the previous ways didn't work out for me, bro. Yes. But yeah, man, I, I was, I've watched, I haven't finished watching back the whole thing. I was, I skipped through it a little bit because it's on their IGTV. Yeah. Um, and then I watched certain chunks of it. I've seen clips. Um, but bruv, honestly, yeah. I, listen, bruv, I don't even know where to start. I don't oh, know where to start. <laughs> BD man and bounty killer. Let, all right, I'll okay, tell you what I'm going to start. All, Go on. Okay, who won? That's the first question. I, I, can I answer that to, uh, towards the end? Okay, sure. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel it, like it's important for me to answer that towards the end this yeah? Okay, cool. Go all on. All right. Go. So, boom. I'm talking <laughs> on the phone. And as I'm talking on the phone, um, I've, see, I've, got, I've got it on loudspeaker, but someone that is like certified in my life has mm. messaged me on WhatsApp saying, and I could just see, oh my God, look at this or whatever, yeah? yeah? So I've broken concentration out of this conversation while this person's talking. So like for about 10 seconds, 15 seconds, I'm not listening to what they're saying, yeah? Because I yeah, just, yeah. this person doesn't message me like this. So I'm just like, let me just quickly, boom, and I'll jump mm-hmm. back into the conversation. Then I've seen yeah. the flyer, Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer. So I have yeah. done the rude thing in the conversation and cut them <laughs> off, Yeah. <laughs> In the co- and I said, listen, there's a big clash happening this weekend, you know. So I'm explaining mm-hmm. to my friend, like, why this is such a big thing or whatever. And for some people who don't know, one of the reasons why it is such a big thing is because not only are these two, like, dance or legends and idols, mm-hmm. yeah, they mm-hmm. at one point did not like each other. They yeah. didn't get on. They were not, they were, they were real rivals, and yeah. their issue was quite serious at that time as well. And like back in the day, in like 1993 and stuff like that, they they clashed on stage before. And and then there's like other things that have happened in between that time and now. Even though now they are, you clearly they get on and they're fine or whatever. But yeah. you know, um, Beanie, Beanie Man married Bounty Killer's ex girlfriend and stuff like that. So there's like you get what I'm saying. There's things, yeah. So anyway. I'm also like I was just happy to see that verses were gonna do something different in from outside um, of yeah, yeah the from usual. outside yeah and clashing is a part of you know dancehall culture so it's only right that they get someone to do it so that the, the fact that they got those two legends sick to me yeah then in my head yeah I'm like I hope that they don't overcomplicate this because. The Wi-Fi in Jamaica is not the greatest as it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not the greatest. Yeah, but also uh, there was like rumors of them being together in the in like the same space and that. And I was thinking, I hope that it ain't gonna be. I don't know if you saw the Teddy Riley thing where Teddy Riley had the dancers and all of these yeah, type yeah, of things, and it was like, fam, yeah. that's not. We just need you in a studio to just run your tunes and that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if they're gonna be together, what needs to happen was, or is, um. Beanie Man on one deck and Bounty Killer on the other deck and they just like play their tunes. Now, I don't know about yeah. you, yeah? But see like with the like clashes, see like with the artists and stuff doing the clashes. For me, my favourite part of the clashes a lot of the time actually isn't when they're playing the tune. A lot of the time it's when they're giving backstory and insight into yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the song and how certain things come about or maybe even the way that they tee it up and whatnot. So I knew that they was going to give that in, a, in abundance. Listen. Yeah. They exceeded, they exceeded my <laughs> expectations. Seriously. These two, see when Bounty Killer, like, when Bounty Killer comes on a microphone and straight away 
you just start hearing, um, you just start hearing his voice. Wait, wait, I got, um, I got more, um, more vibes of like how you hear Bounty Killer's voice here. Yeah. When you start hearing things like, <laughs> angry, miserable. Listen, to me, this guy is a, I grew up listening to Bounty Killer more so than Beanie Man, but Beanie Man's a man who's got enough gal tune and, you know, like, had yeah. a lot of commercial success and whatever. But Julie, what these, what they did on that verses, yeah, I feel like in terms of entertainment, I feel like verses peaked that night. Yes, 100%. That's without like, a doubt. I, f- I feel it peaked. I feel like every verses that was done prior to that was to lead up to a moment like this. And initially, when the clash started, um, Julie, I was disappointed in Bounty Killer because... <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because, like, he, his first tune was terrible. His first tune was garbage. <laughs> and then, like, I noticed that what they were doing in the beginning was they were playing a lot of their American-styled tunes. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And at first, I hated it, but I'm going to tell you why I liked it in in conclusion yeah Mm -hmm. but like when i was watching that i didn't like it because there's actually a conversation in itself now that um a lot of dancehall fans are having where they feel like there's a new era of dancehall music and some people are calling it dancehall trap and it's like an american styled version of dancehall Mm -hmm. and dancehall fans don't a lot of dancehall fans don't like that because they just think like why are you why are you begging the next man's team like naturally they are musically and naturally that the, the influence that these guys have and mute and how musically wavy they are they've inherited a lot of that like why yeah. would you want to go and do that like do you yeah. know how much people around the world love that style of music that you create in that small little island mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. you're going to change that to do to Up appease the, who yeah, yeah. to yeah. appease who so yeah. when they were doing that um and they were playing some of their those songs there at first i was like like I don't I'm not loving this really like just Mm -hmm. take every people into your world but like all in all what they ended up doing was so mad because they essentially in my opinion got everyone's ears by doing that so it was like you know what we start off like you know what I mean we got people's ears we do the American thing whatever Mm -hmm. but then they gave a bit of everything and so they gave after that, they gave Gyal tune. Then they gave War tunes. And then mm-hmm. the best part of it was when they um, started, like historically, we call it toasting, yeah? Where, which is what grime artists do. You play an instrumental. You yeah, you pass the mic, you go back to back yeah. or whatever, yeah? And like, that is the biggest part of dancehall and clashing and stuff like that. So when they did that, they, have you seen that part? Yeah. Yeah, yeah when it, that bit I've seen. That part there was so... It was so special. And the thing is, it was special more so because I've been seeing it. So I know where that comes from. But mm-hmm. it's special to me when I see 500,000 people watching it's this. On a who world don't stage, bruv. Exactly. And they don't particularly, they've never seen that before. They may not yeah. necessarily know where some of the things that they like today have come from. Come so when from, they're seeing yeah, yeah. these lot doing it, it was like, it was, su- it was such a special <laughs> moment. Like, seriously. It was seriously, but Bounty Killer, as a Bounty Killer fan, to begin with, he was losing heavily. 
Like, and Beanie Man wasn't even like pleased with it. Was like he was quite shocked at some of the tunes he was playing. He was like, "What, really?" And like Beanie was doing his thing or whatnot. Yeah, but but then when they got to that part, they they were. By the way, for people who don't know, the rhythm that they were playing underneath is called the Showtime rhythm, and it's like one of the most iconic dancehall rhythms. You'll find a lot of the time. Where if you got two like a bunch of dancehall artists in a space together, at some point someone's playing the Showtime rhythm, and you gotta know how to ride that rhythm. Ah, oh, and then Bounty Killer came in and started. Ah, oh, Julie, <laughs> seriously. And then they went Bro. back in. Like what they did was, as I said, they was doing like giving a bit of everything here. Yeah. But then it was like, okay, boom. American features and that, light-hearted. There's a lot of Americans watching it. Boom, you might not have known that. Beanie Man did a tune with with, um, with T.I. and Pharrell yeah, yeah. and that. You might not have known that Bounty Killer did a tune with Buster Rhymes and whoever else. So you know what? We got people's ears now. Boom, we're going to delve into the culture properly now. Give them some <laughs> gal tune. Give them some war tune. Go back to back for a little bit. Then, you know what? We've gone a little bit deep now. So we're going to come back out and be a bit light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're going to give a bit light. And then, you know what? We're going to have a little bit of fun. I don't know if you saw this, but they played like a um, like a uh, EDM tune. And then yeah, they started yeah. going back to back on the EDM Bruv. tune. No, 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 no. I know. By now, everybody should have seen that clip. But if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. So like, I think, so Beanie's recorded like an intro to the tune, yeah? Yeah. He's recorded the intro. The DJ's dropped it. He's doing his intro to the tune. Then the tune drops in. And it's obviously some mad EDM tune or whatever. So I think it's like a um, it's like from it's not from a meme, but it's like a it's like from a meme. Basically, it's been on the internet for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune drops. Obviously, everyone's like laughing. It's funny or whatever. Then Beanie starts spraying over the tune. Yeah, look at Bounty Killer's face, bro. He can't believe it. He's in shock, bro. He literally turns around like what? Then he says, then then Beanie tries to wheel it. He says, nah. <laughs> No, I'm not letting you build this gym without me spraying on it. Yeah, bro. I need to go. When he's spraying, I need to go. He's 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 got a bar like he's got a bar like um like Beanie, you're letting a Grammy get to your head or something. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. He said something like that, bro. And he's then Beanie tries to come back on. He pushes him out the way, bro. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. When I saw that, when I saw that, I threw my phone, bro. I couldn't believe it. I, it was oh man. There's no words for that. There's no yeah. words to describe it, bro. That feeling of watching that was absolutely bruv there will never be a better that versus it was, it was peaked, is not, peaked is not even the right word bruv you're not doing and the thing is i think the timing was beautiful because obviously everybody's been watching it nelly versus luda obviously erica and um jill like everyone's been watching it it's, it's been that vibe but the timing of it was perfect because Beanie and Bounty, this is like, they can do this in their sleep, and this is who they are. This isn't versus to all these other people, to Teddy Riley, whoever, like, this is not, it's not new to them, but it's a format that they're not used to. Hang on, I've got to go, what, like, they've never really done that. To to Beanie and Bounty, this is like breathing, bruv. Breathing. 100%. I was, I was reading somewhere that they said they wasn't even, they didn't prepare for it. I was reading nah. that. They said nah. they're not going to prepare for it because the, like, war is supposed to be spontaneous, isn't it? You're not supposed to prepare exactly so to see them just do that bruv i swear that i'm i'm glad that it everybody seems to have had the same reaction that we've had which is this is unbelievable unreal like out of control this is not this is like gold bruv yeah it's like yeah. it's like finding gold like it's bruv it's too mad yeah it's, it's like again because what you said is so true it's like that is 
supposed to be spontaneous. So you could see that, yes, they had, they would have, you know, went to the DJs that they had there and had gave them a guide of what, yeah, yeah, the, the couple of tunes that we're going to play and whatever. Because, but then it's like, there's no, are oh, we going to play this fir- first, second, third, fourth, whatever? Because you could see even Bounty Killer was like, Beanie Man will play a tune, he go to the DJ, boom whatever and then the dj would line up something or whatnot and then so then he was ready to do his thing or whatnot but like also as well which was funny to me yeah was the fact that like you saw um you saw how different in um personality that they were yeah and yeah why this is funny to me is beanie man is everything about a, he's not young anymore, but let's just say young from a, from my gran, grandmother's perspective. But he's she's he's everything that my grandmother would love in a young Jamaican. Yeah, and why why I say right, that is yeah. because he's punctual. He was on time. Yeah, he obviously was dressed smart. He was you know he's he's very likable. You can see that he's a person who can just adapt to situations, and he's kind of like the life of the party and whatnot. Um, Bounty killer is probably what my grandmother would not like in a Jamaican <laughs> where he's like a bit more ignorant and like you get what I'm saying and the thing is he might not actually be like that properly in his everyday life but but you could see that it's in him yeah he's just a bit ignorant he's a bit like yeah I'm gonna come and just you know what I mean and you saw that you saw it come to play when the police came because when the police yes. come yeah 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 yeah, yeah. when the police come <laughs> Let me tell you something. Had Beanie Man not have been in there to be the peacemaker of that situation, it would have that would it have been would it. have been a madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Be- Bounty mm-hmm. Killer was not loving that. He no, didn't he love wasn't. the fact that, like, in his mind, he's like, in his head, he's probably played it like, "Yo, I'm I'm working right now. The world mm-hmm. is watching, and you're coming to disrupt my thing." Yeah, again, yeah, nah. and they, we, they already call him the poor egos. people. Exactly, we already yeah. call him the poor people governor. So he's already like anti certain things. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, leave it up to him, and he would have been <laughs> cross, angry, and miserable. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 Beanie Man was more like we got the world on stake. Like mm-hmm. the world's watching us right now. So you want to? Let's just. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, let's do it yeah. later. Let's just do it a bit mm-hmm. later. Then he's turned around to Bounty and said, Bounty, don't give yeah. him a reason to mash up everything. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, 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 so yeah. You yeah. can see it in you that. You need that guy. Y- you need that. You need, you need that. that. But guy. you also, like, it's good when you see those two personalities musically come together and mm-hmm. regardless of the situation that they had before, they're clashing now, but they're clashing yeah. from a perspective of, I know I'm the best. I believe I'm the best. But you yeah. know what? It's a fun thing and we're going to enjoy it. And it was like, it translated so well. Yeah, 100%. I, the, for me, I've, as much as I've grown up with West Indian um, music, listening to it, I've never, like, I can't sit and tell you places, I can name maybe two places in Jamaica. You know what I mean? And one of them is obviously Kingston. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a very in-depth knowledge of the West Indies. Mm. So as much as I know Bounty Killer's music, as much as I know Beanie Man's music, I've never really seen them in mm. that setting. I've never really, I might catch a little video of a sound clash however many years ago and oh, that's mad, blah, blah, blah. But I've never really s- experienced those two people 
in that way. That's like, remember when people always say, oh, when, um, when DVDs first came out and you finally got to see MC's faces because you was listening to them on Pirate Radio. That's mm. what that felt like to me, bruv. Mm. I'm actually seeing it like all the, everything you're saying about personality, I'm picking it up for the first time though. Mm. At 30, nearly 32 years old, I'm looking mm. at it, I'm like, oh, so Beanie Man's got mad banter. Or, you get what mm. I'm saying? Like these are things that I'm seeing for the first time. So um, it's like, it's like watching it. It's weird. it's like watching a TV program, but then they're doing things that I respect so highly. Yes. At the same time, bro, it was mind blowing, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, I can't wait to sit down. I think the whole thing's about an hour, hour and ten minutes. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait to sit down, bro, and watch the whole thing from start to finish, bro. You, I'm I gonna watch it again after I finish this. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it again, <laughs> bro. It was. I'm gonna watch it again. It was. It was, so, it was amazing. So good. Rihanna was in there, but when when Bounty Killer see uh, Rihanna, <laughs> it's like Riri. It's I'm here with me. Yeah, I'm here with Beanie <laughs> and Beanie, bro. Oh, bro. You know what? That's another thing I will say. That the internet's a very interesting place, isn't it? And there's loads of people, and you see people in their different habitats, whatever. Yeah, I did not know that Bounty Killer and Beanie Man and a clash would be the thing that would bring all of those kinds of people together. You got, I'm, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like you see so many different things on the internet. Anything, it can be anything. You can see, you see memes, you see product launches. Rihanna's got new Fenty, whatever. Make so many different things. New music's come out. But I did not think that I would see West Indian artists, American artists, not American artists, rappers, R&B stars, like dancehall artists, British artists, all in the same place. For Beanie Man and Bounty Killer. I didn't think them two people would bring all of everybody together. It was, that to me was the most, one of the most mind-blowing things about it as well. I was like, raw, look at all these people. Jordan Dunn, I, what is happening? Yeah, Why yeah. is, when, <laughs> how is this the common well, denominator between all of you lot? Well, do you know what it is? I think, again, like, dance or music, yeah, regardless of the era that, whether you know it, whether you are well-versed in it or not, and whether you know there was a certain era in it that you you gravitated to more than another like dance or music in some way has played a part in everyone's life because everyone loves that style of music it could be old it could be new it could be whatever there's always right. when you hear dancing in a rave that's mm -hmm. the part where people start skinning out dancing whatever yeah even whether it yeah. be reggae or whatever so like what you see in a moment where swiss announces Beanie Man and Bounty Killer is you have like dancehall fans and people that may know of Beanie Man or Bounty Killer or whatever. They're super mm. excited. And then, you know, some people might just know only a tiny bit and like, okay, cool. Well, that sounds that sounds cool. But when you're seeing influential music artists and influential just people super excited about it, then you yeah. understand this is like, right, this is actually a big deal. Like, yeah. I, I'm actually, there's something about this that is a big deal. Do you get me? And I need to mm -hmm. see exactly what that is. So dancehall music can quite easily do that just off the basis of the excitement it gets from influential people. Does that make sense? Yeah, but it's the, that's, and that's the thing. I didn't know. Like, mm. when's the lot? And maybe, you know what it is? We haven't been outside for so long. You forget the influence of the club. Yes. That's one place that everybody goes. Yes. And... Don't get me wrong. There's definitely, there's definitely, um, I'm, I'm sure there's an element of, oh, everybody else is doing it, so I should get involved as well. 100%, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? But at the same time, I forget that no matter where you are in the world, when you're in a club, there is a bashment section. Yes. <laughs> like, there, <laughs> yeah. there is. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a bashment section in every club that you go to. And so 
but it just it just felt so bro it just felt so powerful bro as i'm yeah. watching it i'm looking at them two and i'm like this is it's like it just felt powerful and it was sick to see everybody else feeling that as well yeah bro. it was it was special like you people have it witnessed so something special. super special and even just going back to what i was saying about the like the influence the inter, the influential side of things that was why in the beginning at first when they were playing those when they were doing like more of the lighter american stuff and i didn't know where it was going i was thinking to myself that like you know sometimes i feel like not maybe not a lot but sometimes i feel like jamaicans forget their source they forget it and there's a part of them that feels like and we, we've seen it here sometimes like with artists mm -hmm. before not even so much now because like we've kind of um or a lot of people have kind of grown into embracing where we're from and, yeah. and musically being us and dressing like us and whatever and like you know like a lot of the time now you won't see someone like you won't see an artist from here or even just a person going to America just trying to fit in and speak like we just <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. just go in now UK London Manchester yeah, yeah, yeah. this is who we but it wasn't always like that it's like no. you know there was always this appeasement to what was happening somewhere else and like with Jamaica I'm like yo don't ever forget that source, you know? Mm -hmm, don't forget mm -hmm. one of the, the reasons why so much people love this music. You don't have to do that. But yeah. in conclusion, it was good that they did that because technically it made it made a lot of sense because they gave different angles of stuff that they did and they did it in a way that would get people's attention and yeah. then gave you the hardcore element of it. When it started yeah. to get really hardcore, as I said, they came back out of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then they went mm -hmm. back and did the hardcore thing over a commercial thing. And then afterwards, <laughs> just like, you know what I mean? They just... Bro. I love the fact they even played the national anthem in the beginning as well. <laughs> it's just so... It's just yeah. so... It's a, it's a mixture of... It's a mixture of ex, just experience in general and yeah. knowing how to please a crowd. And it doesn't yes. matter where the crowd is from. It doesn't matter where the crowd is from. They know how to please a crowd. That's one. Two... Just the nostalgia of the... Me I saw a video of um, someone filmed like their dad watching it, dancing. Okay. And I'm like, just the nostalgia of what this feels like to people. Memories you probably haven't even gone into for time is mm. is a winner. Mm. And then the fact that they are so... Bruv, so skilled, bruv. Bounty Killer's voice mm. alone. Just his voice. Beanie Man's got it as well. Yeah. But obviously Bounty's is like weighty. Bounty Killer's yeah. voice alone is... Uh, is Bro, it's like it's like gold dust, bro. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's too much. All of those things combined, out of this world. Yeah, there as soon as he as soon as yeah, he I touches the enough, microphone, there'll never be another. As soon as as soon as you as soon as he touches microphone, it's like you're hit it's with over. a presence straight away. Like it's over. You know? It's that and feeling it's I get when like when I hear D double. If I'm in a rave oh. somewhere and I if I'm in a rave, I'm not even looking at the stage. I could be anywhere in a club. If yeah. I hear D double on the mic, that feeling, yes. that's that is it. Yeah, not 100%. many people have got that. Yeah, not, not many. People. Okay, that... so you haven't answered the question yet. Who won, please? Okay, so yes, go on. This is going to sound very. Um, <laughs> this is going like to. You're trying to get out of it. No, this is going to sound just like a cliche thing, yeah. But I just felt like when it got to the showtime rhythm, and see, Beanie Man was winning all the way up to the showtime rhythm. In fact, Beanie Man. He, for when I was like trying to keep the score, but it was obviously hard because they was moving mad quick in that. Yeah, Beanie Man, mm. um, run the first round. 
Bounty Killer run the second round because he had a counteraction for a tune that Beanie Man had. And then Beanie Man just started winning just every round after that. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, slowly, there was, like, a part where um, Bounty Killer started to come in. And, and what was good about that as well is that, like, we know, like, Bounty Killer fans love the war side of Bounty Killer. Yeah, when mm-hmm. he's doing the war stuff. So when he started dropping them, that's when he started to kind of come back in it. And he did it at two points. He did it in the beginning and then he did it towards the end. Yeah. Yes. But when they got to the showtime rhythm part and they was going back to pack, for me, the scorecard, it just got flung out of the window. Like, <laughs> I just, you know what? It was like, by now, we can't. But, but, so I would say that in that, there wasn't really a winner. However, mm. if you put a gun to my head and said, no, you have to say one. Yeah. You have to say one. I'm going to say that Bounty Killer only edged it, only edged it purely on when it got to the back-to-back side of things. Because when it was the tune thing, like he, like Beanie was dominating him. And then there was like the last part of the clash, Bounty Killer started to have some tunes that was really like, he started to really roar in that. But I think that when it got to the part where they were going back-to-back, I think that was where like, Bound. It was just. It was some. It wasn't even just some of the bars, but it was like the way that he was standing. You know, he was standing like ready for. He was standing mad low. Yeah, and then and then, like you know, Beanie was just standing there, just doing whatever. And then like there was even one part yeah where like just before, just before the um, and this shows the skill as well yeah. Just before, um, Beanie's part is done. Bounty kind of taps his hand, not in a disrespectful way, but he taps it, bam, comes in and licks him with a... Oh, my God, blood. Listen, I'm watching this. As soon as this is done, I'm going back and I'm watching it again. And I'd urge people to go and watch that. Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer. And you know what I'll say as well? I just got a big up Swiss because Swiss is a man who seems to be a person who not only can just make things happen, but I just... He just gets it. Do you get me? And I just know that he would not have told them, you know what? This is kind of what you need. Like, you know, give them a bit of this and that. He just, nah, man. Like, this is what yeah. you lot do. Show everyone what just you do. Because we, yeah, yeah. we know where it comes from. We know mm-hmm. where it comes from. So we want you to show people where it comes from and do that. Mm-hmm. And it worked. And I heard him speaking on his live afterwards. And he was so happy that, I think his, uh, his nervousness was that the viewership, was not going to be anywhere near like okay. the, the big Americans and stuff. And like, he talked about that quite a bit because he was like, you know what? I'm s- When I'm seeing 500,000 people there, he's like, it's one thing when you look at America and how big it is and all of these things. You look at Jamaica yeah. and how small it is, but like, look at the inf- look at that. Like, that yeah. means something. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So That's there'll cool. be another one. There'll, there'll definitely be another one. But I think that that, at that point, it peaked. And the only way that I think you're going to be able to see anything similar in terms of entertainment is if you get um, dancer artists to do it again. You you won't yeah. see that otherwise, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. 100%. So, yeah, it was good, man. I, I'm, What's I'm, the, what, what do you think the next one's going to... What would, what would be your next pick then for a dancehall reggae clash? A lot of people are talking about um, well, like dancehall fans anyway in particular are talking about Sizzler versus Capleton, which would be insane for people who, who love dancehall music and mm. know even a little bit about them. Yeah. But I just think that as much as I would love to see that more than the next man, I just mm. think that 
they need to be like Buju his name right now even though he's a super certified legend anyway I just think he's come out of jail he did that big show in um that stadium in Kingston like his homecoming which was mass people from all over the world um flew there to to watch that and he's got a very close relationship with Khalid and and um Swiss and that as well and I just think that if you're going to do another clash now it kind of has to involve Buju in some way and people would love to see it. So yeah, maybe, maybe... Um, Wait, so Buju versus who then? Maybe it could be Buju versus... It could be Buju versus Shaba, Shaba Ranks. Mm-hmm. Or it could be Buju versus Sizzler. It could be that. Um, um, but I think either way, it will be Buju versus someone. someone. Or, what they, or what they might do is they might do like a commercial, a commercial one which would be like Sean Paul versus Shaggy or something like that. Okay, and yeah, 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 both yeah, of them, yeah. even though like they, I feel like they're a good matchup purely because um, both of them have like deep rooted dance or um, mm-hmm. music. Yeah. But they also both had a massive level of massive yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Com- commercial success. I think they both went yeah. diamond. Do you get me? And yeah, um, yeah. so I think that, I think that would be entertaining. I think that some people will look at that and think, oh, that's too commercial. But, You'd be surprised nah. when they actually start when they start running their rhythms. You'd start. You'd be surprised at what they yeah. the angle at which they actually go. Do you know I don't mean? think people so. would think it's commercial because I think that's one thing that I've liked from verses as well is people people respect the artists that are clashing. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah. And I yeah. think obviously it'll be easy to get caught up and think we want one similar to Bounty and Beanie, but yeah. actually there's a lot of respect in Sean Sean Paul and Shaggy, and with their fans being involved as well. I think that'd be sick. Man. I'd actually, I'd love to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd yeah, man, it, it's going to be really interesting to see like how it, um, how 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 that pans out. But yeah, yeah, I'm 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 satisfied. I can't lie, I'm satisfied. We're recording this on a bank holiday. Um, not that it means anything because every day. I was feels just going to say, who same. even knows when it's a bank holiday? What bank holiday is it? What what feel, one is this? Um, I don't even know. It's one in May. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it and um and then yeah they got like a they got, there's an R&B clash now I think tomorrow which is 112 and and uh, um, Jagged Edge. Edge yeah yeah which I think will be alright but yeah man as I said I'm satisfied so yeah I'm, I'm happy bruv yeah I hope that yeah I'm sure it'll be up for a long time but yeah if you haven't like Chucky said if you haven't seen it definitely go and watch it um the full length one is on the Versus Instagram's um IGTV Okay, sick. Instagram has done a good job at that, you know. I'm not gonna lie, making yeah, everything because people wasn't u- u- people weren't using IGTV, and so what they've done is what they've done is they forced everybody's lives to live on IGTV. Let's now. talk about that. You're right. When IGTV actually dropped, a couple of people were trying to use it and trying to figure out how to incorporate it into their yeah, grammar. Yeah, no it just one was rating it. It didn't bang. It didn't bang. Nah. So now what they've done, because before what people were doing were they were saving their IGTV, they were saving their IG live streams just to their story, but then obviously it disappears, isn't it? Yeah. So then I, Instagram just said, you know what? Cool, we'll just make everybody have to go to IGTV to watch it. So yeah. now, doesn't matter who's doing, and everybody's doing lives, bro. Everybody is on live. I know, Because I know. everybody's doing live, then just straight to IG. Yeah, so they've... Instagram have one made IG live actually work and stories work on desktop computers. Yes, which is another which sick was, thing. Yeah, which is a sick thing because no one's trying to watch an hour live on their phone. No. And two have made everybody go into IG 
TV. Yeah. Instagram won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, I Instagram's love that. Instagram's won, bro. It, it, that goes to the adapting side of things. It's like, yeah. well, okay, we're in a situation. We need to figure out how to adapt. Yeah. And when you start looking at, you know, companies, brands, people, whoever, and you watch the, how they've started and then how they've adapted to certain situations, it shows you, like, <clears throat> the ones that have, like, stayed on top of things and how sick they've been and then the other ones that have kind of just been drowned out. Yeah. In in not being able to adapt, Instagram mm-hmm. have done that in a in a in a sickest way. Yeah, in they definitely way. won. I would have thought YouTube would have come would have uh, not come out on top, but definitely would have been more prominent. I haven't seen much on YouTube. Like the live stuff that's been going on there has been good. I definitely do no signal through um watch the no signal clashes through um uh YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, I I thought there'd be more on YouTube. Yeah. They they did with this clash. They actually had a YouTube. See, like how No Signal do it, where you mm. can listen to it on the, their website, but then yeah. you can also listen to it on YouTube, whatever. They actually had it like that this time, so you could actually watch it on YouTube. Oh, did as they? As well, yeah. But it was ultimately through the fo- through the live though, so it wasn't like um, they had separate cameras. Right. Okay. Um, it was just. I think they just mirrored the. The Instagram page and then to it was the, up right, there. okay, okay. So essentially, if essentially if the live went down, then the YouTube would have went down as well, still. Right, but, okay, okay. But I guess like it just was another way for people to just if maybe if you didn't have an Instagram, you know, you could have just yeah. Given Look it at to, us, assuming that everyone's got Instagram. Yeah, yeah, if you don't have Instagram, actually, yeah, yeah, you go might. YouTube. Some people wouldn't have had an Instagram. Like there would have been yeah, some yeah. old people, some older people that didn't have it, but would have liked to have watched it. And then you know what I mean? They could That's have real. just gone on on YouTube and done that. So yeah, it'll be interesting that to see real. how that, uh, that that evolves. But also, it'll be interesting to see even like how the Versus thing evolves because they can do anything now. They can do anything. And once once we're allowed back outside, those those events live are going to be <sighs> like Red Bull Culture Clash, basically. Exactly. Exactly. But, like, but mad. <laughs> like, mad. Crazy. Like everybody's t- two sets of fans. It'll be like a football game, essentially. Yeah, yeah, two sets yeah, of fans in a massive stadium or arena wherever versus mental it's gonna be crazy I can't wait I really can't wait um, is it Swiss and Timberland's thing Swiss yeah? and Timberland yeah 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 Swiss yeah. and Timberland so yeah big up yeah. big up to both of them still yeah I can't wait that's gonna be sick yeah man that's gonna be hard and yeah man I'd like to see like you know what I mean some over here as well um, uh, it would be good to just like organically though they don't I don't think that anyone has to make a, a UK version of, of it but I just like you know, whenever it takes someone's vibe, whenever someone just feels that vibe, when that vibe just takes you, just ring a man and say, you know what? Can we just jump on the live and just do a <laughs> yeah. thing? Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? We'll yeah. be involved. We'd love we'd love it, man. So, so yeah. Anyway, listen, man. That was a good long one. It's always good talking <laughs> to you. It's always good. Do you know what I mean? And I think now... It really is. Well, I think not that there was a restriction before anyway, but like... Mm. Yeah, there wasn't a Yeah, our timings were rubbish, but now, yeah, yeah let's now yeah, like, let's think you know about what more. I'm saying? We could do more, man. Yeah, please. You know man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh listen, have a good rest of your day in that and we'll chat. Thank yeah? you, Chuck. All you right, too, cool. man. Look after yourself, Enjoy. all right? Yeah, Wash your hands, it. bruv. Uh, uh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> of course, yeah, of course I wash my hands, man. No, no, I don't like the way you said it. No, of course I wash my hands anyway. I'm good, man. Serious. Sometimes bruv, I forget. No, sometimes I forget still. I ain't gonna lie. But now yeah, like sometimes I forget, innit? <laughs> so I just think, you know what, right? 
of course, like right, just, he's better touching his face as he's talking about it. It's making it worse. I know, I hear it. <laughs> but I just don't know if, like, I don't know, man. So what if I get if I go outside and I touch a door, mm. then I could just get it like that. I just feel like it's like a flu where, you know, Amazing. like say you're around someone, mm. you could just you could like grab it like that. Like so, mm-hmm. say like okay, better way to des- describe it. Yeah, <laughs> say I'm with a girl. Yes. And she's got the flu. The way that I yes. contract the flu isn't by me kissing her and lipsing her up and doing all of that. I might just okay. be in the room with her and I just get, I just catch it because it was just going around. So I just what don't is know. the point that you're making? So like, if I just catch it by just me going into the bathroom and washing my hands, like I should just wash my hands anyway. But I just don't know if just washing my... Okay, so a little bit of... I've got a little bit of corona on me right now. Shit, let me wash my hands. <laughs> oh, it's gone now. I hate you. I hate you so much. It's not about no. your hands. Be- it's, not, it's not that you can catch coronavirus through your hands. It's about the fact that your hands, look, touch your face. I like wash you're doing my now. hands. I don't watch that. I wash like it. you're doing now. And that's how you get it, bro. Yeah, I hear that still. It's, ca- it's carrying the germs from your hands to your face. Look, you're better touching your face. I'm good. I'm in my yard. I ain't even mean that. Just go and have some echinacea tablets, man, and relax yourself, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Love, Chuck, man. Thank yeah, you. Man. Love. I'll speak to you soon. Right, Bye.